Yeah, way up. Yeah, yeah. You already know the vibes. Already know. I ain't with that switching sides. From Chicago, my motive is stay alive. Stay up, stay up. Never fade away like mine. I'm, I'm dripping like Fiji, watch him slide. I can't keep it PG all the time. I don't like sugar coating that make me feel like I lied. My, my future got me checking the time. Yo, 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 yo. What's good? What's I'm happening? What's sure cracking? Yeah. Episode 87 sure of Black like Tacos of the Culture. This your boy Chris J. Glad to be back. Got the whole squad on here. So much they can dive. Yeah. Pride is never too Stick to the cold. I can keep me alive. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't Recording a little later in the week than we normally do, but hey, be that way. We had a very fun Labor Day celebration. Hope you guys are also out here enjoying the Labor Day. Hopefully, not in large goddamn crowds. COVID is still real, people. Keep your uh, keep your fun to a minimal, niggas, and everybody. Cause hey, people can still get sick out here. It's very real. But uh, happy Labor Day in general uh, from all of us from the Black Otaku's. Uh, like how we start every episode, if you're a new listener, how we start every episode, we've been reading, watching, and playing, then we get to all the fun stuff, uh, and like always, I go first, so what I've been reading, uh, cause I did that the least, of course, read My Hero, read One Piece, um, My Hero was very interesting, uh, DC, you read it? Yeah, I read it. Yeah, uh. Cam, you don't really care uh, about spoilers. Um, don't care. All right, cool. So this chapter, it started off showing that class one they held a big fat L, big huge ass L. Uh, I'm all for it. Yeah, because their plan didn't work, and uh, big folks, what's his name, DC? Uh, Gigo Machia. Yeah, Gigo Machia yeah. is now went into that town and ran amok. Uh, but I liked how it painted the picture of just the kids just taking that L and just saying like, oh shit, did we really make things worse or did we actually, did we make things worse by trying to help? And I kind of liked that feeling because it goes into what I feel like part of Shiggy's plan, Shiggy and the League of Villains plan, which is to demoralize just not the heroes, but society's plan for, uh, society's love for heroes as well. So I like that kind of narrative narrative that uh that's being painted there. Uh Deku's still fighting uh Shiggy. Shiggy's still kinda tanking this nigga. Uh also Aizu has one leg confirmed. And Shiggy didn't know what day of the week it was. Asked at mid fight and say, you know what, I don't really care. Let me get you niggas up out of here. And then the chapter ends with Deku getting uh, a new quirk, which is now you can float and levitate now. So and yeah, so decent. And you saved everybody. <laughs> you saved, saved everybody. everybody. <laughs> they were all gonna die if he didn't do that. Yo, I kid you not, G. If Tabstip Deku is not fucking smoking niggas with his brain cells, everything don't make sense. If he if he's not the number one hero by the end of this arc, 
then I can't honor my hero. The only reason is niggas not smoking on goddamn Japan pack, because it's not just class 1A, B, heroes, Japan pack, is because Deku came, bro. Only reason, G. Yep. Not Endeavor. All my somewhere goddamn jerking off in the closet. Not Gran Torino, because he dead. Not Mariko, because she ain't got no arm. Who, 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 who do it? Deku, my nigga. Only reason because of Deku. Pretty much. Because the only top hero that is still slightly there is Endeavor. And even then, I'm putting Deku in front of him. And I'm probably about to put Baku in front of him, too. And Todoroki. <laughs> and Todoroki just popped up. And he had basically, he dang near saved Aizu from every, The top three of my hero is better than... The, the top three in 1A is better than all the rest of the heroes. Yeah. Like, it's no, there's no actual competition. Also, shout out to uh, Urodaka um, being useless. She's not more useless because Deku can float. Well, Levitate. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, shout, out, shout out to you, Urodaka yeah, being oh, useless. <laughs> that's too much truth. It's like, it's literally like a one for one of when Naruto came back um, on his Sage Jesus mode. And then uh, Sakura was like, oh, Kakashi, I can't heal you. I can't heal you. And then Naruto came, put his uh, hand on his eye. He was like, all right, bro, get up. <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> you can wake up from your little filler, uh, your little uh, dream, man. Come on. We, we still need you out here. But, yeah, because uh, based off the fight so far, clearly Deku has mastered the Black Whip, like, mastered that shit. Because, like, he even using that as, like, a brace for his arm because he's literally going all out. So... That like he's nigga cold right now. It's just and he's pretty much on rage mode, which is almost necessary for a shonen main character. So I respect it. Uh, but are you mad, Shiggy? I'm mad too. <laughs> I'm mad, but uh, but I really like Deku's really showing out because this this is about to be the Shiggy highlight tape, regardless. But the past two chapters, like Deku's looked really good. Uh, then One Piece was really good. Shout out to uh. Like, I'm the Robin fan, and even though I know she has been ass most of New World, she finally had her moment, which was literally she got Big Mom up out of here. Literally got her literally, up out of there. Literally rolled her up out of here. I, I respect that. <laughs> I, I call it a Jinbei highlight more than Robin. But, you know. Nah, nah, bro. She nah, did, I'm not. She, no, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> get it because, nah, listen, listen, no, listen. Jinbei literally hoisted big mom up out of here bro mm-hmm. hoisted her literally was like eh. so it's like basically jimpei gave robin alley without jimpei robin would not have done what she would she she, she did still did what she did regardless of i'm not saying i'm not saying but i'm saying like i kind of i gotta give i gotta give more credit to jimpei because that nigga just picked up a freaking 800 a thousand pound plus woman <laughs> with 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 no with no with no effort whatsoever, and then just tossed her. I gotta give him that credit. I, so I, I, Robin I, did her right. thing, but right. Jimbei literally Jimbei. I think Jimbei's feet was more impressive. The fact that he was just like, all right, let me just, uh, all right, Big Mom here, alley oop, and just tossed her up out of here. To me, that's more cold. I, I hear you. I hear you. Like I, I'm giving Jimbei's credit too, because. He picked up a megaton BBW, G. I'm saying, bro. Mugs, mugs, BBW. That's, that's a megaton BBW. I'm saying. Uh, I'm not about to use the other people, term. People giving Robin her props, but you got to give Jimbei his props, yeah. too, G. got to give him his props, too. So, uh, so pretty much shout out to all the Straw Hats for 
touching Yonko. Did Chopper touch a Yonko yet? He tanked a hit from her in a uh, whole cake, so he All had right, his. Cool. Uh... Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Yo, hey, 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 no more, no more. Oh no, we don't honor, we don't honor Big Mom no more. I mean, I don't honor Big Mom no more. <laughs> no, we don't honor Big Mom no more. Every person on Whole Cake Island, bro. Katakuri got beat by a nigga one time. Crockett got smoked by that same nigga. Come on, G. Jim escaped. Smoothie is irrelevant. Jim did escape, and literally based off, and then Big Mom said, "You took out my uh my fleet." So, yeah. all I'm saying is, is that Big Mom is no, like, <sighs> listen, yes, bro, just keep it up. listen, listen, all I'm saying is, is that I can't, any, if anybody else does something against Big Mom, I'm not going to count it as a major feat. Hmm. I just can't. Yeah, I, I, I can't. Bitch, unless she's in, unless she's in super starving bitch mode with the freaking flaming sword and on the freaking uh, cloud, I, I just can't. Because it's just it's just L's. She's been doing nothing but taking L's and waiting no dog. Nothing but taking L's. And it's like at first I was like, all right, you know, stop complaining, and let Oda do his thing. But like, dog, she a Yonko. Like I'm not like deep into the the power level stuff. I try not to get into that because that community of One Piece to me is just too toxic. toxic. But if you're hyping this, uh, if you're hyping this alliance up, you're hyping you're hyping the fact that Kaido is like, hey, Big Mom, let's join forces, and like everybody's like, oh my God, Kaido joined forces with Big Mom, and that and it's like fucking someone someone like Robin can toss you out. Someone like Robin can toss you out. Something's wrong, to me at least. It's like, are you going to stop playing around, Big Mom, and show us why you call it a Yonko or, or what? Or are you going to keep taking L's? Because at this point, if I'm Kaido, I'm like, hey, uh, it's over. Yeah, no lies. Mm. Definitely not. I don't, that nigga want to die. <laughs> he do. He oh, have so sex. Okay, we talk, when y'all talk about One Piece, I got my theory, bro. All right. Now go ahead and knock your theory out real quick. All right, so look. Kaido's whole plan is to die, right? So he made alliance with the weakest Yonko because that's his one-way ticket to death from Luffy. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> you said so basically because if, if, Luffy's considered the fifth... Uh, He's considered the fifth Yonko. So they're saying like if Luffy knocks Big Mom out, then he'll be the fourth Yonko. And then that means that Luffy can can kill Kaido. <laughs> Look, man. It all because she's so garbage that Kaido basically just gonna get jumped on. He's gonna be like, thank you. It all came to my plan. <laughs> what you think, DC? <laughs> I was gonna get to it when I uh was gonna talk about it, but I think um Oda's doing like at first I thought that's just like at first I wasn't that upset at the chapter, but as I reread it, it kind of bothers me. But I'm starting to think that Oda's kind of being very over exaggerative of her childlike nature. Yeah, because I think in this chapter, like uh, Hirogoro said, I feel like we're not losing, and that's basically like you know the calm before the storm. So unless mm. Oda's doing this to subvert our expectations to make her look cold later. Then I'll forgive it, but if she don't do nothing, 
I, I like I put her below the admirals at this point because you just let Robin roll. You I'll say you let you let someone like Robin, whose last major feat was beating um old boy with the uh split personality and dress oh, Rosa. Hakuba. Yeah. yeah, that's her last major like fight feat was Hakuba. And Bartolomeo got him out of the pain too, so that ain't even a special feat. So. Right. <laughs> see, let me ask you this on a serious like, there's not no trolling or anything. Do you think it was just like an uh, inconvenience on the writing point, and not that Oda was thinking about it, just that he did that to make the, the last kind of even seem better? Wait, say that again? I think it was personally that. I think he personally, he put, like in a wrestler aspect, he put over the straw hats by making them do that to a strong opponent. So they can have them at the end do that pose, and everybody can close the chapter like, "Damn, our hats are back, baby." Mm. Yeah, damn, like that was it was more of like a crescendo situation. But I would say you can do that while Robin did that to like King or Queen or something. Cause not Queen haven't did anything not either, big right? Mom, he said what? Queen haven't did anything, right? You could no, he he not he knocked out Big Mom with the uh, brachial bomber back I in mean, uh, Udon. I'm I'm talking about like has Queen did anything in the in like, terms of making him like a threat? Yeah, to the straw hats. Like, did he do anything to the straw hats? No, he hasn't touched anybody. No, so, yeah, so like, but he's he's definitely cemented himself with like the prison stuff. Yeah, he clean to me. But I was like, yeah, you can honestly, in my opinion, you could have just you could have put Queen in that situation a big mob, and then Robin would be like, damn, Robin's strong enough to touch Queen. Boom. Maybe, but like we all know, like Oda likes to remember in Dressrosa, Dofi didn't get touched by anybody, even like Aokiji froze him and he broke out of it because Oda loves to make his villains untouchable till the person they're supposed to fight fights him. So I wouldn't right. even see him do that because he could do it with Big Mom because she's already been an antagonist, so he could do that. And then she's already goofy to begin with, and we see how he writes her. So he it's, it's an easy layup for him because he's like. She's I, like he writes her in such a childish way that he knew he could get away with this to hype up the straw hats because anybody else is gonna take away from the individual fight. Yeah, because they definitely can. You, I couldn't see them. Jimbe trying to freaking grab Kaido and toss him would be absolutely hilarious. Yeah, that would. <laughs> and, and Robin trying to wrap her arms around him would be absolutely hilarious as well. Like, like he can't do that to Blackbeard. He can't do that. Even though Blackbeard is definitely goofy. But he has a certain threat about him where it's like, you still not going to be able to get away with that bullshit. You know what else for Blackbeard, though? He has, like, actual, like, his fruit gives him, like, times two damage. So you could, he gets leeway every time he has an interaction, and that's genius on Oda. But, like, he's Yonko. Like, they build him up to be indestructible. They said Big Mama's an iron balloon. Akaido is, like, if there's one-on-one bet on Kaido, and he's doing this, like, weird stuff with the... <laughs> Portrayal like stabbed like, by freaking Okiku. Yeah, it's just it ain't sitting right with me, but I, I know why he's doing it. It's just you could do it a little bit better with other people, but yeah, that's how I feel about it. But I do way. think, and Chris, I, I like to apologize on behalf of a group of us taking over your thing, but um, <laughs> I do think uh, y'all probably in for a Kaido running through the, the fucking six with his woes moment soon. He has to. Yeah, he has to. I feel like it, it has to. I definitely agree. Also, they, you gotta get a reason to make Luffy extremely mad. Cause Luffy ain't going to fight if he has mad. 
Well, we've already had uh, we've already had um, that Luffy getting pissed off moment when he thought that freaking uh, yeah, when he when, when Kaido uh, did his uh, Borja blast and he thought that he killed um, all the Straw Hats and he got yeah. pissed off. So it's kind of like I mean I can I can see it happen, but it kind of be redundant at this point. Yeah, especially I could definitely was... see him killing like if he goes like if he goes up to the top, you see some of the scabbards like already clapped. That might be his reason to go crazy or something like that because like it seems like nobody else is going to get touched at this point so i don't see how else you could get luffy to be more emotionally involved you think we're going to get another significant death depends on what you mean by significant none of like, the mainstays no not not the straw hats but like one of the scabbards or something like dying i could see that but the only ones that you could do is the the minks like Inorashi and Neko because that's who everybody like cares uh, about right now. Kinemon too. Oh yeah, and Kinemon. Yeah, Kinemon's the really only care one I give a much. damn about. You said what? I said Kinemon would be the only one that'd be worth a damn to me. Uh well one of them some what one of them is gonna get clapped. The rest of the rest of the scabbers, like I know like the consensus not a lot of people care about them but the minks and Kinemon so it's one of those three. Or all of them, I don't know. But that's probably what's going to be the uh, catalyst for Luffy to go crazy. You're fifth. Man, I don't even know if we're going to get that anymore. <laughs> go get a uh, Gear 4 Dragon Man. A Gear 4 Dragon Man. Gear 10. Oda probably saving Gear 5th for end of series. So. Ten years down the line, when he tells us that One Piece has five years uh, more, and then he's done with it. Yeah, <laughs> twenty thirty-five. All right, but yeah, so One Piece was cool. Uh, so that's it for reading. Uh, so go ahead into playing. So, uh, Captain Subasa, still fun, sweaty as hell. Me and Cam played against each other last night, and all I realized was Japan is fucking broken. Cam <laughs> sent me off about uh, Netherlands or whatever team I was. Where no, no, no. I told you to pick. I told you to pick Italy. Italy has the second highest uh, goalie rating, and them niggas um, is, is 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 fucking lit. The only problem, it's not Japan that's overpowered. It's just Subasa's overpowered. <laughs> definitely overpowered. But uh, still, it was fun. Like, it's just it's a fun ass game to play. Uh, so I'm really enjoying that game. Uh, bought Tony Hawk. We'll talk about that later in a review. It, I, for me, my experience has been positive so far. Uh, it's definitely positive. Yeah, yeah definitely positive. It's, it's a like shout out to Activision. But uh, enjoying that, what I played about that today. Me and Daytrus, uh still in our finals uh, for 2K20. I and I haven't. Re I'm not playing 2K21 until me and Daytro finish this league, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, what else did I play? Oh, and uh, Ghost of Tsushima as well. Been playing that. R.I.P. My nigga Nobu, cause that broke my heart today as well. Uh, see my horse die. It became a pack. But uh, that's it for playing. Then for watching. Go. I mean, I'm gonna call it a go. Uh, God of High School was really good. It was really good because, uh, wait, what happened this episode? Yeah, this episode was really good because Jen just became that nigga. 
like outright became that nigga. Spoiler alert: that nigga nuke uh, tanked an explosion. Damn. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he did do that. <laughs> more to come from that, bro. I said more to come from that. You ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> Look, I knew it was real when the manga read. I would a uh manga niggas uh in uh in the anime group. I, I man said. Yo, stop putting God high school niggas against y'all in the, in y'all versus battles. They're like they're like DBZ niggas. They're just too goddamn broken. And I'm like, bro, I have yet to see anything, but this episode kind of made me start seeing it. So yeah, it's <laughs> it's like if I could say one thing, it's like you. When I say take the God part of God of high school seriously, like take the God part of God of high school very seriously, because it's like. It starts off, it's like Naruto, right? Where it's like, oh yeah, ninjas and hanjutsus and shit. And then like fourth grade ninja war shit where niggas is like fucking throwing out nukes, biju bombs and shit. And then Naruto uh, becoming sage mode Jesus. Like it gets ridiculous. Very ridiculous. I'm, I'm starting to see it. But still a really good episode. Uh, that Black Clover is in, like I've been saying, it's in filler hell. And I think they're about to start a filler arc, and I'm probably another one. Or they still in the? It's a filler training arc, and then I think they're about to do a filler arc because I saw an article saying they're going to start a specific arc. I'm like, this don't sound like what's going on. What what's leading up to the manga? What's in the manga with the uh demon, uh the demon war, or whatever the hell with the Spade Kingdom? So, uh, so correct me if I'm wrong because I saw a clip on Facebook about like um what you call it uh freaking sally saying yes. something about like doing some experiments yes on the black bulls with that was that a part of the training art the filler stuff yes okay because I, I, was that in the manga was sally doing experiments on people yes uh not on any of the main guys no yeah all no right. that wasn't in the manga all right see all right see there we go so fill arc uh so watch black clover our hero no sora still in rotation that was a really solid episode uh re-zero was really freaking good like yes really good my man subaru respect my man respect uh the harem keeps growing g that of course and respect it uh echidna whatever her name is echidna kenya Whatever. Kidna. Yeah. Respect to her. She's like one of my favorites this season. And uh also it's just funny how Subaru was still pressed when he saw uh my man's uh come save him. Uh <laughs> the ops G. Garfield. Well, we don't know yeah, if he, he saw op. Garfield, that man was still pressed. He <laughs> 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 was like, What are you looking at me like this for, man? <laughs> like so uh, but it's it's interesting what's going on now because clearly things is continuing to change uh, for my boy Subaru. But let's see where things go. Uh, let's see, what was Thursday? What time on Thursday? Oh, caught up on Decadence. Decadence is actually getting it hit the studio trigger button, and it's not a studio trigger production. Uh, in regards to that, when I say aliens, outer space, new enemy. Plain and simple. I'm uh, good, then. I was about to take check out the show because I saw it on the Funimation home screen, but I, I fucking hate Studio Trigger, so I'm good. Yeah, it, it it pulled a Studio Trigger plot twist. I was like, I like, it gave it a hint though, but it was like 
I didn't expect it to legit be to this scale. So, it did it. Uh, then, oh yeah, Millionaire, uh, Millionaire Detective was really good. I really yeah. liked this episode. R.I.P. to old folks and yo, folks' fathers is cold-blooded killergy. Turn the niggas into pack, ketchup packs. I swear, that dude literally <laughs> blew up a ketchup bottle in that room, bro. So, uh, I'm liking where that's going. And, of course, rent a girlfriend. Fuck Ruka. Uh, fuck Kazuya. And I really hate people not seeing the fact that that is a child and they not letting it click in their minds as a child. But, um, it is what it is. Uh, Fire Force, not, well, I, I kind of watched Fire Force with y'all that yesterday. And I feel like, oh, Sword Art was really good as well. And that's it for me. Hola, So I start what I've been watching. Uh, I caught up on Fire Force. The latest episode, I, it, right through me. That's all I got to say. Um, for, uh, I actually watched some tales. Uh, for everything that somebody said about that show, that was my review of the episode. Um, for... What else did I watch? Um, I didn't finish God Eyes, so I didn't get a chance to. Uh, I'm pretty sure Chris got like a whole thing about the boys as in a topic, so I ain't gonna go to that. Um, but it was good though. Um, mm-hmm. uh, is that it? I didn't watch anything else. I got a question uh, for the listeners out there, and I'll put it on Twitter and um, and you guys if y'all can answer. Who the fuck owned the rights to Captain Tsubasa? Mm. I know net the, the the most recent aside from the game, there was a so the OG nineties Captain Tsubasa. That was like his middle school stuff. So when the game starts and you do Tsubasa's story mode, he's like, Oh yeah, we won the nationals twice. That's what the OG cartoon is about. It's about him playing soccer in middle school. And then I think in 2018, I believe, um, uh, David, I think it's David Productions. I forgot what studio it is. Um, they're doing, what show are they doing? I forgot what show they're doing now. But they did uh, a Captain Subasa, not reboot, but essentially the little movie clips that they show in the Captain Subasa video game are from that Netflix show with Captain Subasa. So I don't know if it's Netflix that owns the rights to Captain Subasa or um, uh, something else. But that's like, as far as like anime stuff, that's the last thing that we got Captain Subasa wise was the, the Netflix 52 episode elementary school arc. Damn, 52. All right, yeah. so I guess I will have to find my Netflix password. I've been looking for that thing for months now. Um, and then I will partake in that because I have that shit for free. So I should be partaking in that thing. Um, so uh, that's it for watching. I really want to watch Captain Tsubasa because I think that game, and I, that will lead me into Captain Tsubasa, is near perfect, bro. Like, if you what you want in a sports anime game, 
is that, you know, because in as much as I hated it when I did my first, you know, review, um, I do not mind the anime stuff, bro. You know what I'm saying? Did not do it, do it at first in a tutorial. Did it give the computer an advantage? Yeah, but if you actually learn how to play the game, you can overcome that advantage and mm-hmm. learn how to not get fucking, um, sorry for cursing, learn how to not get god darn, what's that drop kick from the other side of the screen and Sabasa making any go. So that that works out for me. I love it. I was playing the story mode today. Was going to get whatever team I got the Black Panther cam, bro. Oh, that's um, Uruguay. Every goal he shot. Every single <laughs> yeah. goal. He cold. Bro, and Cam, let me tell you something, bro. It was at a point when that nigga had six, and I just went on start and went to that little flag button. I raved that white flag. Because I'm like, Damn. I ain't catching up. <laughs> it ain't no shame. <laughs> ain't no shame. <laughs> I ain't catching up, but uh, on my second try, because um, no, on my third try. So the first try, we I was up by three, and you know how you get a goal, they automatically give it to the person, the, the Osmond team, bro. Yeah. He got that ball, shot it from from full court. I'm like, all right, that's his one. Stole it from me, that's his two. I was like, all right. And he tied us up. It ain't no penalty kicks, I guess, in the scrimmage matches. So, and you can't tie in this game. So, boom, I had to restart. Third try, I mean, second try, he smoked me. I tapped out. Um, third try, uh, I realized how broken the combo is. Uh, Subasa, his. The, is it his Misaki. homie with the purple? Is it his homie with the purple eagle? Uh, is that his homie with the purple? No, it's eagle? it's me. Misaki is. You talking about the twin shot? Yeah, I did the I did the twin shot to get a goal in that game. Uh, the shit was fire. But them, it was three niggas. Them two and my nigga uh Kaguya. That's my nigga regardless. That tiger shot, bro. Sent put goalies on their knees, G. Every every time, so I won like five to like one. Uh, it was fun. Germany whooped your ass in that first scrimmage game. You can't do shit about it. It's a it's a, you same thing win. with America. <laughs> they whooped my ass. It was like what? What they have like six and oh? I was like, okay, what you do this? Um, but yeah, I like that game. Watching Chris and Cam go edit, we were really having some fun times so where everybody get the game. I believe. Um, we got to ban Japan until we found out how, until all of us find out how to play better defense. But Japan banned until then. Um, all in all, it's just a fantastic game. Uh, won my second game of Civ. Don't want to talk about it no more, but it was a domination victory. I was playing Germany. No pun intended. Um, uh, third game for my, uh, been playing USC, made a goddamn heavyweight, had some good rounds, almost got knocked out, don't want to talk about it. Um, with but I will say this fuck 2k. This is going to be a very fuck 2k podcast, by the way, and not just because me and Chris had some really stressful games, just because I really begin to hate that game, bro. Um, EA has came out with their third or fourth patch for UFC. Every time the community has a problem, they're patching it, and they're not patching things to 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 Peace. compensate for people whining. They patch the things that just, you know, it shouldn't work. 
Every time the community find an exploit, they patch. They don't wait. They don't wait like Overwatch does to a season over. They don't wait till like how 2K does till they get enough retweets. They, they nip it in the fucking bud. That's EA. EA is Hitler to this game, bro. They don't care. The fact that EA is caring more about the consumer by Take Two Entertainment, I can yeah. go. On. Yeah. Um, so shout out to that. It look might be capping right now, and Chris happened to Chris tell me I'm a captain, but I'm I'll think about bad Madden before I bat 2K. Oof. Madden. No, I'm not a cup. I ain't gonna bat no mud points, but it's just to see that they care about their community way more than 2K does. 2K care about you wanna know? Let me get on all the slander chain real quick. Everybody talking about, oh man, I'm going to the 2K league, play game for the rest of my life. The highest paid me get paid thirty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, that's just that's it. That's it. Thirty thousand. Thirty thousand. Yikes. <laughs> hey, you think that's yikes? That's the same amount as a WNBA player, man. But it's still. <laughs> No, no, that's the same amount of thirty thousand is how much a WNBA player gets paid. They don't make that. They don't make that much break. Really, really bad. They have a wow. They have a horrible bargaining agreement, bro. Horrible, and they can't do a thing about it. (laughs) Um, but no, like thirty thousand. I know people owe thirty thousand, bro. No, 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 nigga. You own TV, Twitch, technically. You're backed by a gaming company. Take Two Entertainment is one of the bigger gaming companies. You playing two K. But you could be you could be taking all those skills and on Twitch getting vocal money from people. But no, you want 2K League. Yeah, you got a house and board, but the moment you end up being trash, you was literally playing that Bye-bye. crap for no reason. So a little bit on the slander train on the 2K. I don't like this game anymore. Let me get to 2K real quick. I don't like the game anymore. I, I'm not even just the fact that like I'm not. This is not any new which way or no way on Chris when he was playing the game. Because Chris is my homie. There would be never anything that would bring me between my homies. So I, I would never be mad at Chris playing a video game. I joke, I kid, I scream. That's what I do because that's just me. But I would never be mad at my homie for playing a video game. There's much, much more in this world than that, right? But I would be mad at a video game for being absolute shit. And I would need to be mad at a video game for being absolute shit. I would continue to be mad at myself for forcing myself to eat said shit. So, like, I, I don't understand. And Chris... As me being one of your great friends and respect you as a person, we can get to this finals of this league whenever. I'm not getting that game anytime soon. I need that review for 2K20. Out. Right. An honest one. I need you to play every game. 2K21? 2K21, yeah, yeah, yeah. Need you to play every game mode. Deep dive in that hole. Because from what I saw, they didn't give a fuck about the WNBA. They still don't give a fuck about that shot meter. They don't give a fuck about Park. You you talk to a white chick in my career, a white woman, a Yakub. Hold on, wait. Let me get Umar. I'm mad you mentioned. You should have told me you was about to mention that. Hold on. So, brother, until you unmarry her, it's best you stay over there, brother. I, I appreciate you and I love you, but you are no use to me with that white that woman white on your arm, brother. Life is so it's 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 a really bad thing when you sit to yourself and you say, man, Madden don't seem that bad. And Patrick Mahomes was fucking smoking Chris like a pack. No, I, I was Patrick Mahomes. Oh, wait. Who, what was the team that was smoking you? That was the Bengals. That was Joe Burrow. You got smoked by the Bengals. 
He got beat by all that time. He was talking shit to Vin Dog, bro. <laughs> Man, I think that was Madden paying for me because the last time I played Madden, I drew Vinny out the screen. So, <laughs> but um, no. But in all honesty, I honestly think Two K is the worst game ever, and I don't know who did it, but I'm subscribed from Two K on our Twitter page. Whoever did that, whoever subscribed, I'm subscribed from that. Yeah, I keep I'm getting notifications talking about like, you play? Nigga, no. no. No, <laughs> no. I'm surprised y'all haven't did it y'all sales, G, because each trying to look at them like I don't remember doing this. I never yeah. know. I, I think Sorry. they did it, and because they, they, you know, algorithm and stuff, and they heard us say some shit probably on a podcast or whatnot. They probably did it themselves. But stop, garbage. I don't care if I lose another game in 2K in my life. The only reason I play is because I'm better than three niggas. That's the only reason I play, and that's <laughs> that's clown for me. I get myself clown of the week. I get better games. You do. But I resort myself to that. You know what? Let me get to my other games. Um, there's only one more. And that's Captain Tsubasa. I mean, no. I said Captain Tsubasa. I'm off a of perp right now, bro. This Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. I'm enjoying myself. It's, Activision made another remake. And I think it's about, a, I think it's about Vicarious, too. Like the same yes, it's by Vicarious, whatever the hell it is. Um... They did better, way better. Uh, there are some things that I dislike, like you can't like shape or mold your face. So you have to play. One, I did not know if my dude was a guy or a girl until I just ran the player and he was like, what the fuck do I do? Because they gave me a girl template at first. Then I went to the one that looked like a dude, I guess, but he still has the makeup on. I'm like, hey, 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 hey. You know, I, I, I don't, you know, get mad when niggas, you know, cross-dress, but my nigga, that's not me. Um, so I, I was like, I had to go through it. Um, the clothes are very skateboardy. So until you get some bread, you will be wearing some baggy jeans unless you want to wear some khaki shorts like I did, or you want to look like fucking Tony Hawk. Um, but I like the clothes. I just think they could, like streetwear and skateboarding go hand in hand. They couldn't be more with the clothes. Like, I know that costs a lot of money, but street, streetwear and, 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 and skateboarding is like brothers and sisters. So that's when you bring out the Stasi. That's when you bring out the, what's that shit with the flames on the logo on the t-shirt, Chris? Everybody, the hood is starting to win, so it, it stopped getting popular. Oh, Thrasher. Thrasher. Um, I don't have that. Thrasher. That's how we found out what it was. <laughs> I'm surprised they uh, have like, even, even some of the like the, you can throw some of the Yeezys there just to flex a lot of the Nike shoes like you know you could do more instead of just giving me the the um the, the regular skateboarding joints the, yeah the canvas Nikes and stuff they have some blazers on there I see blazers in freaking forever um but yeah all in all I like it um Nice, like, difficulty. They don't hold your hand like the old games do, like, because you actually have to land right. Because the old games, the only time you fuck up on a trick is if you're still doing a trick by the time your feet hit the ground. Yeah. But in this game, you literally have to land, and then your trick is complete. So getting used to that, you know, is me. One bad thing I would say, and y'all had, I won't talk with y'all talking unless I got, like, a comment when y'all talk about the game. But um, me and Chris was doing, like, the school thing. Hey, highlight those bells. Okay, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> I could not find that fifth bell to save my life. I'm still trying to remember what that fifth bell is. Like, I, that the thing is, as a kid, they used to annoy the hell out of me. 
because uh-huh. one, one of them was in a stupid spot, but it had a small hitbox at that time. The, that same one is easy to touch because they widened the hitbox on that bit like crazy. So, but I really don't remember where that fifth bell is right now. But yeah, I was actually, Chris, I was able to get the um, the flip over the helicopter right to, to get all five, all three of the, um, what's this called? The, uh, the little, what you'll call it, the uh, gaps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the gaps. I was able to get all three of the gaps when uh, you started the podcast. Trust me, I was happy as hell. Um, but it's, it's it's been really, really good. Another person who can make a game better than Take Two Entertainment. Mind you, I have, I have, and I'll end with this. My purchases, there's 155 games in the system. I would say four of those are 2K games, right? So that says, that means there is 151 games on my system that's better than 2K. Games that I barely even fucking play. And they're better. Battleborn is better than 2K. I will say that with my chest. Battleborn. Nigga, 303 freestyle (laughs) is better than 2K. Um... The beta of Call of Duty Black Ops 3 is better than 2K. The beta yeah. of Infinite Warfare is better than 2K. God damn it, the Destiny 2 beta is better than 2K. We don't even play this shit. Driving Club is better than 2K. I didn't even play that shit. Didn't even open it. Everything is better than 2K. Life would be a better place if 2K were to hear. I believe 2K started the coronavirus. <laughs> That's the conspiracy theory? Yeah. I'm down that hill. Right down the hill. I, I gotta still censor that out, G. Oh, oh, boy. <laughs> Let me get that time down to what is it, around 42 minutes. Okay. Oh, boy. All in all, whoever made this, I don't wish ill will on nobody. I'm a very peaceful guy. My homies know me. I like to chill, I like to sit, I like to eat, I like to sleep, but one of those things I can't do right now. Whoever made 2K, in the words of Miro, a.k.a. Wusuf, you're, you're going to hell. It's just that simple. <laughs> God would not let somebody put this much pain on one of his servants. Mm-mm. <laughs> going to hell. And I, and I end with that. All right. I'm going to try to be in a happier note than that. Um, what I played this week, I'm going to start with gaming. I played... I re-downloaded uh, Skyrim because, like, last time me and Chaz played, we just went on a tirade with the mods. So I said, hey, let's uh, let's just pick four mods. We're going to redo this game and hopefully we get a, you know, a little bit more fun experience. And by the end of the week, both of us have, like, more than ten mods. I think Chaz has, like, a shit ton. I don't even care at this point. I got, like, this lightsaber mod I'm cleaning through, niggas. Um... I just can't play the base game. I just, I can't do it. So, oh, yeah. uh, I I can't do. It. I tried, bro. I oh think. yeah, because I, I mean I'm gonna die on this hill. But that's the 
the only the reason why Bethesda games are so popular is because of the mods. Yep. Base Bethesda games are trash. I will also I will also add to that that Skyrim came out at such a time where the emphasis wasn't so much on role playing games that a lot of people blindly liked Skyrim and not in like not in like the the blatant things that's bad with that game like yeah. being repetitive. The combat is absolute ass. <laughs> uh, just a lot of things that made Sky. It's an ugly game too, by the way. Like compared to yeah. the stuff we play now, Skyrim is an ugly game. Just like people we were saying, it was good game. graphically back when it came out. Man. Even then, which was always. Captain. And the crazy thing is, and y'all can look it up, but I think Witcher even came out a year or two years after that, and that was a superior RPG in every which way. Oh, yeah. I second that. Oh, yeah. I think Witcher two even looks better than. Skyrim, I couldn't right? last like, an hour I, on Skyrim. I just like I remember when that came out. People's capping. I was like, "Is it because y'all play on PC?" I don't know. No, people just on like, I, I, nah, nah. I'm not, even and I'm not. The, no, even man. with the graphic mods, it don't really help the game that much. I will say this too, because I was back when Skyrim came out. I remember I was um, in uh, middle school, and I went to a majority white school. And that's all they did. They played. <laughs> when, when Skyrim came out, they was hyping this game up. So I think it was one day, like one of my friends had like a, a party or something at his house, uh, and so they 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 booted up Skyrim. They were like, oh, let's 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 start a little playthrough of Skyrim and dick around. And uh, and then like the first thing I saw on Skyrim was the 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 dude with the mop head who's in the wagon. He's like, well, how how did you end up here? Whatever that that stuff starts off with, I'm like, yo, this shit is ugly yeah. as hell. And then like, I was like, let me let me play the let me, let me play the game a little bit. I played like a good five minutes before I was like, I right, I'm, I'm out. I couldn't do it. Movement was trash. Uh, first person view shit annoyed me. Um, the the freaking inventory, the UI of the game was just absolute garbage. I was like, this y'all. I, I, I was on my killmonger status. This y'all came. It was. That was the best they had to offer, and it was ass. But y'all said, "I say this," but like Cam said, and it's something that Bethesda. See, the only game company that's worked with Bethesda is 2K Entertainment. But just like what what Cam said, Bethesda legit relied on other people making their game good, and then after the other people made made their game good for like three years. When they make their new IP, they just add the shit that the other people made into that game. So it took them forever to make multiplayer, and it's still garbage. So, mm. well, by next week, I'm probably not. That thing gonna probably be deleted from my system. So again, yeah, again. I just don't want to keep <laughs> replaying Witcher, and I bought Ghost of Tsushima. That was the one game I, you know, set myself up to buy, and I tweaked. I should have just waited. But yeah, that's my gaming situation is horrible. I just get on to talk to you guys. Or Cyberpunk is coming out in November, so that's Miles gonna have to get message. it. <laughs> I got no money. But uh, but yeah, that's that's it for uh gaming this week. For I, I'll start. Uh, I'll go with anime. I watched the entirety of um the Great Pretender, that new anime that just came out on Netflix, and I really enjoyed it. Um. The main thing that dropped drew me in when I was watching it was just the art style because I love the uh, 
it's not simple, but you guys know what I'm talking about, where it's like certain things are kind of exaggerated and they focus more on color than actual realism. And mm -hmm. so, like, if I see shadows that are just multicolored or the outlines are not the typical black, they're like red or maroon. Like, I, it's just beautiful to look at in certain scenes. But um, story is good. I'm not going to say it's the greatest thing ever, but it, I was entertained. The only issue I had was kind of like the structure of the show. I'm not going to try to get into like the story itself because if you guys want to watch it, I, I'd say it's worth the time. Yeah, it's on but, my list. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's definitely a good watch. It's just for me, I wish there were more episodes. But How many episodes are there? I think it's just 12. Not, uh, so it has so I'm a, I think it is gonna probably have the same problem as um can Cannon Busters where like that show could have really used a lot more episodes. Yeah. But for what they did, they did a good job in characterizing the characters that they focused on. It's just they didn't get to all of them. So I think they're setting that up for season two. But it's like three parts. So like there's three arcs. Each arc has four episodes. So it's like, you know, they wrap it up pretty cleanly with how they tell the story. I just wish we got to the other character at the end, but overall, I liked it. Um, next, I watched Origairu, and me and Chris were talking, but like this, this they're shoving Yui down our throats, mm -hmm. and the episodes are getting, how many we have left, Chris? Uh, I think we're two or three away. Let me check my anime list. Hold on. But keep going. But like Chris said, Yui was only in here for like two minutes. I mean, uh, Yukino Yuki. was only in there for two minutes, and he's like it's, three episodes. Probably, bro, Yukino is the chick with the the black hair, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. She was only in there for two minutes, and if they're setting it up for her to be the one, you need to get like the entirety of these next three episodes. You better hammer it home with their relationship, um, them mending it back together. Uh, you know more. Uh, just like more context in, you know, Hachiman's feelings towards her and just all that. You got to do that in three episodes. You could do it, but I'm worried. But I think they could, you know, pull it through. But I'm just a little worried at the moment. You got to build that drama up, man. I mean, it's been a slow burn, but like, I like Yui, but get off the screen, please. This is me for right now. Um... I, what, what else did I watch? Oh, yeah, I watched God of High School. I finally caught up. I got slightly spoiled, and I'm now even more interested in the story. So when this season ends, I'm going to read it. And, like, the fact that you guys said that, like, they're going to be DBZ level, I can totally see that from the thing I was spoiled on. And I'm really interested in the story. Shout out to you, Mira. Um, still don't care about your fights much, but I'll give you the W, I guess, for this week. She had a really um, good fight this week. She did have a good fight. I just did. Yeah, she had a really good fight. I didn't care for. Her. I don't care for her. That's just me though. I like. I want more like Dewey, and I loved all the stuff I got from Jen. This episode, Jen was raw as hell. Like that explosion. I love that scene where he presses his pressure points, and he's oh, like, yeah. "For an yeah, hour, I'm I won't not feel any pain." Yeah, it was cold. And then <laughs> in the fight. As he's beating dude down, they're flashing back to what he did to folks back at the factory. Yeah. That was beautiful. So it was it was a dope episode this week. I'm glad I binged these episodes because I, I was I'm tweaking for uh, falling back. I'm gonna stay up with this, um, and I'm definitely reading it. 
uh, after it's done. And then the last thing I watched was Hunter Hunter. I kind of retract my comments from last week. The Hunter exam is pretty good. From what I remember, I think the uh, the retrieval of Killua arc was after the Hunter exam. And I actually like the Hunter exam more than that little arc. So it's not the worst. But I still stand by the uh, by my notion of you could have cut down the beginning part a couple episodes, maybe like one or two. But um, that's it for what I watched. Now, what I read, the Ace, like the second part of the Ace novel came out. So I'm about to start reading that. I just finished the first one. And Ace's journey is basically Luffy's, except he has more... I guess he's not smarter. I guess he's just more of a more aware of things than Luffy is. But it's it's practically the same. But I like that because it shows kind of like the journey that Luffy took. It makes it more apparent that he's going to be Pirate King because all these other people, their journeys that they're taking, it takes them a lot longer to get where they're at than where Luffy's at, where he did it in like less than a year getting to become like a supernova and get into the new world like the the sheer amount of time that it takes all these other pirates to get to where luffy's at right now like they bring it home with this novel and you know giving giving us more insight of ace as a character so i I like it a lot and i'm excited for part two because part two is going to focus on the new world so basically him finding blackbeard probably more info on the fight or more context of him and Blackbeard's relationship when they were on the crew. So um, I'm excited for it. I read Rent's a Girlfriend. It's, uh, we're in like this in-between part in arcs. So I don't know what's going on at the moment. I read Black Clover. I really liked Black Clover this week because they're going in depth with the demon stuff or the devil stuff. And there's a character that just got introduced. I'm not going to spoil, but if Asa could do what he does, Asa's going to be nasty. Like, he's already nasty right now, but he's going to be real nasty later, bro. Like, I'm, I'm excited for uh, this devil stuff. There's more to it than just having it be like an augmentation type thing. So shout out to Black Clover. For my hero, my quick take is that, like, Deku flying with Black Whip and the... Uh, and just as regular like base strength. I don't like like whenever we have like a time skip or whatever, nobody should be close to this nigga, bro. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I just want to see Deku fight get get straight to business because he's OP right now. Um, like I agree with what you guys said earlier about all the heroes being trash. Because Shigaraki this week he would have killed everybody if Deku didn't float float them. So no, Deku's he... number one already. Oh, so, wait, hold on. You said that he he has the power. He not only has the power to make himself float, but he can make others float? Well, he grabbed them with the black foot. Yeah, he used so black he, whip to black grab whip. Okay, I was about yeah. to say, damn, they really just made Udaka useless. If oh, that's no, the case. No. <laughs> I mean, she's already I useless. Saying, ain't that crazy. <laughs> I ain't that crazy. But he literally saved the ass, every single one of them. So... Um, I'm curious on how, cause he's already seen, he already seems like the top dog in my eyes after doing that. I'm not even trolling. So. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I really want to see going forward, how to respect Deku as a hero. Not how yeah. we see him, right? Cause we're going to see him as one, but how, 
Hulk Hogan write the others I see him. Except for Bobby Hogan, Bobby gonna be like, "Fuck that bitch." Really <laughs> but yeah. how would everybody else review? Because he saved everybody. Would they treat him how like they treated Naruto when he saved them from pain, or would Death would still be the timid? Oh, I don't know, guys. <laughs> Type nigga, bro. Because I'm a. He, I'm gonna say something about that when I get to my turn. I, I got something yeah. to say about that. I definitely got something to say about that. Like for me, I think the only thing that's not gonna—I think the only thing that could take away from Deku saving everybody right here—is that you know how Gigamaki is about to tear up that town with all them heroes and civilians there. Maybe that damage is just too great for them to acknowledge him and the heroes as a whole hold the L. I think that's the only way they will look over the stuff he's doing right now because he's above and beyond everybody else in my mind. So, uh, Wait, I, hold on. I thought you yeah. said Gran Torino died. Well, it looked like he died because he got a whole punch. Like, he got punched through his stomach how he drew it. But then this chapter... Yeah, he, oh, he said something. Barely alive. I'm reading it right now. Yeah. yeah. I think it's uh, more like he does say... Like, we assume, like, either you got a whole punch in your chest. I think yeah, it's just they gave him this moment to see... Uh, Deku float because it's it's similar to his quirk and also uh Nana's quirk, so yeah. it's just like to give him that moment. Then he becomes a pack, but it's set up for I, him to be a pack. Yeah, I thought he died like last chapter because just how so like I yeah I was surprised like I forgot about that this week. He did confirm that he's not dead. Like the way he drew it, it seemed like he died because Deku was pissed. Looked like he was just. Like he was screaming, "I won't forgive you!" And he was like, "It seemed like he died. He wrote it that way, but he's yeah, like he's probably gonna do what um what they did with uh, what's his name, Night Eye, at the end of the overhaul arc. He's gonna have his tearful farewell with the oh, he's gonna die. Yeah. yeah, like what Chris said. So but yeah, that's it for my hero. And what else? Did I... Oh yeah, One Piece. I mean, I pretty much said how I felt about it. Um, I'm just going to say, like, the communities, like, how the community feels about these arcs. And, um, like, Daytro hit it on the nail. I, I don't know if it was in the party or in the pod, but people focus way too much on interactions and clashes to power scale. Because I like power scaling, but not in this context. And it's getting annoying. And... Besides the big mom stuff, because the big mom stuff is warranted. Everybody that's upset with her, I'm not even mad at that because she that's warranted. But like everything else, you guys need to chill and wait till there's an actual one-on-one -on -one fight before you just scaling people based off interactions. Because any other show, if you were to do the same thing, everybody would look trash. For some reason, just with one piece, you want to do it with interactions. Just just wait on it. Every like if like if you look at Water Seven. And you focus on interactions like that. Frankie would be stronger than Luffy. They saw, or not stronger than Luffy. Frankie would be stronger than everybody else on the crew because he had a one-on-one -on -one fight with Luffy and he defeated a CP9 member before everybody else. So just wait till the arc is done before you can draw conclusions on strength because we know how Oda is. He power creeps like a motherfucker and he changes stuff at the drop of a hat. So case in point, Big Mom. <laughs> Big Mom, exactly. Just. People power scaling people we don't even know are strong, and then Oda refutes it next arc and stuff. Like it's just just chill out, let things play through. Um, Oda's probably baiting us, making us think that all oh, everything's going straight, and then he's gonna show why Big Mom's a Yonko and have her go crazy. But yeah, just 
the community just acting filthy right now. And I'm not even laughing at this point. They just acting filthy. Like the Sanji and Zoro stuff, I I thrive with because I hate that nigga. But everything else is just y'all getting out of hand. But uh, that's it for me this week. All right. So for me, I'll start with reading. Um, I read the. I just now read the My Hero chapter. Shout out to my man Deku. Um, uh, Quirk Jesus. Out here. Real quick. Yo, Deku all for one instead of being one for all. But I'll let y'all sit up. Ooh, I don't care. Um, uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, and damn, bro, why they do Uduraka? <laughs> right, well, out of all the all out of all like the stuff that he could have had, it's like you really just made because like Uduraka has to, and you know, hey, you creepy weirdos, mind mind with what, what I say. Uh, she has to touch herself in order to float. Deku can just do it off rip. So yeah. it's like, damn, bro, that kind of sucks. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, still catching up in on Black Clover. You said what, Chris? And this is in the heat of battle, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, he's the main character, so yeah, it's kind of like... But, you know. It's just how they always written Deku when he gets a new ability. Like how when he got Black Whip, he knows in the heat of battle, it dang near murdered people. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> so, hilarious, too. Yeah. Oh, and that's, that's gonna be the next arc too, in the anime, right? I uh, think so. Stupid ass mm-hmm. class one A versus one yeah, B. Yeah, versus that's a skill. Um, uh, so yeah, um, that's good. I like I said before. At this point, I'm kind of like, like on a leaf with my hero. Like, I think this arc has been really good, but my. My overall interest in my hero has kind of been like, eh, I'm kind of at that point where I'm waiting for the time skip at this point. And I feel like after this arc, there should be a time skip. Like, no no more messing around. Like, at, the, at this point, it's like, y'all got, y'all, y'all severely got your asses kicked by one edgy, one edgy emo-ass kid. Y'all need to train. <laughs> so, like, that's what I'm expecting. Uh, but that's that. Um, one Piece... I gotta give One Piece a, a I gotta give it a one out of ten um, because Sanji took the Osoba mask suit off and I don't appreciate that. Oh, he did do that. That shit pisses me off. I love Osoba mask. So Oda, this chapter is a one out of ten because of that. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but you gotta do better, bro. It just is what it is. Um, shout out to my nigga Jimbe out here proving that he's the fourth strongest straw hat. Yep. So I pre I definitely appreciate that, you know what I'm saying? If they go put him on the crew, let him have some beats. Shout out to Robin. I'm still going to shit on her character. <laughs> because this, like, I'll compare it to I, I'll compare it to like this. Everybody, pretty much everybody in like the top four or five, you know, uh Sanji or Luffy, Sanji, Zoro, uh, Nami, and Jembe, they're like learning calculus, right? No, they've graduated with a bachelor's degree. Robin is now learning her multiplication. Damn. Mm. She she still ain't shit. Um, so until she does some more stuff, I'm still going to shit on her character. I like doing it anyway because I feel like the Robin fan base is like the female Zoro equivalent of the One Piece yeah. fan base. Ouch. Niggas, I, I'm, when it comes to like niggas overhype Robin for no reason at all, and she has not done a single thing. At least in Zoro's case, 
even though we memed about it, like the nigga sliced the mountain in half. Robin, she has big tits. That's it. And now at this point, she flipped. She helped flip Big Mom, but she wouldn't have done that at all if Jinbe was there. So that's my stance on it. I like being toxic anyway. So if y'all Robin fanboys, I'm mad about it. Get heated. Um, on to watching uh, the weeklies. Fire Force, thank God we are done with this arc. Um, episode 10, I think. That was a good episode. Uh, shout out to the animation with Shinra. Um, what what do they call it? He got the grace, right? Yeah. Yeah, when he got the grace, the animation was fire. Um, but everything after that, when they went to the backstory, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I kind of zoned out. <laughs> that shit was kind of... the pre. I say... The the it the 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 world building that they did was good, but the presentation was boring. Like the way they explained it, it was just to me. It was like you just had this raw ass battle, and then that was just a big ass exposition dump for like the rest of the episode. And to me, that was kind of like, eh, I'm good on that. But I am glad that we're finally done with this arc, because to be honest, I feel like that was the lowest point uh, for Fire Force, except for the stuff with Ogon, and then when um. Shinra received the grace. That was like the two great points of the arc, but everything else, I'm Gucci on that. Like if I ever decide to rewatch Fire Force, I'm probably gonna skip that arc, except for those two moments. Um uh see Simp Tales. Um, I'm not gonna spend too much time with this because mm-hmm. y'all already know how I feel about it from yeah. the last two podcast episodes. Um fuck that show. I mean, that's all I got to say. Like, fuck that show. Fuck, uh, what's that nigga's name? Kazuya. Uh, fuck Ruka. The simple fact that um, you... Like, I'm literally facepalming. Every time I talk about that show, I, I just actively facepalm. But the fact that, like, you have this situation where she wanted to talk to him about Mizuhara, so she brought him into a love hotel... Like, really, like, you couldn't have had that conversation out of camp. I get it. You know, etchy, you got you to gotta feel the etchy tag. You got to feel the harem tag. You got to get the horn dogs loose. So, you know, it is what it is. But at this point, my whole thing with Kazuya's character is that he just needs to buy himself a prostitute. Go to the red light district. Because every time he's put into a situation and when she's being confronted by someone or he's put in some type of situation, his immediate thought is him sleeping with that woman like he had the he had the thing with ruka where he was imagining you know and fuck him for that him imagine having sex with ruka in the hotel right like it's like dude if you're that horny if every time you think about these females and situations where you're you're actively getting cucked you just need to pay for pussy at this point bro because it's 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 ridiculous like because at this point i'm getting less and less convinced that he is he wants an actual girlfriend then he just wants some pussy. And you can get some pussy without having a girlfriend. So yeah, that, that's my stance on it. Um I just hope to God that these next episodes we get introduced to the red haired chick, because I'm getting sick and tired of Ruka. Uh in the show. So hopefully it ends and I don't want it to get renewed for season two. So it is what it is on that. Um ReZero fantastic episode um <laughs> subaru literally got turned into a pack 
<laughs> and then brought like brought back. And then got brought back. Yo, I need to see. So I really want to see more of those two characters. Well, all of the kids, all of the witches, right? The witches, yeah. The witch of um, the witch of pride, uh, the witch of wrath, and the witch of gluttony. Um, they were very interesting. Like they only had like five minutes of screen time in total, but I freaking, I just liked his interactions with them, especially the the witch of wrath. Like she just pulled up. She's like, "I'm gonna heal you." She said, "Don't get killed again, cause I'll heal you again." <laughs> like, <laughs> Angry as hell. That shit was funny. Um, shout out to Echidna. I know I'm a. I know I'm gonna make the Rim fanboys mad, cause I'm in that camp too. But Echidna is best girl for the season. Yes, she's best girl for the season, dog. I, I don't care what anybody says. She's just. Every interaction she's had with Subaru has been not only has it been good for world building, um, not only has it been good for character progression for Subaru's part, but it's just been interesting. I like literally they're sitting down having tea and I'm just glued to the screen because like I'm actually enthralled by their conversation. So I'm very interested to see their interactions for the rest of season two. Um, the end of the episode basically ended with uh, Subaru being in a Yandere situation. Uh, the witch of the witch of envy. We find out that it was the witch of envy that gave Subaru uh, the return to, the, the return by death curse. And then, like when he came back out, she was like, "Yeah, I love you, nigga." <laughs> love, and she tried baby. to get she tried to give her she tried to get Subaru to action. And then I, I I'm assuming that when she hugged him, she was basically searching through his memories to basically see like because she was saying like i love you i love you i love you but she was searching through her memory to see if he has any feelings for somebody else which is why you saw like flashbacks of even though he i, I know he doesn't think of petra that way but like when petra said that she loves she likes him and um rem and then uh like amelia and since she is the witch of envy She's jealous. So, like, at the end when Subaru was like, yeah, she's about to go to the, uh, the mansion and turn all my homies into packs. That's basically what I think is going to happen. So, it's getting real. Like, when you told me uh, when you had came over, Chris, that it's getting real. It's getting real. And I'm liking it. Um, got a high school. Really great episode. This, I would say that the fight sequence with Mira was good. Like, it was animated beautifully, but I wasn't, like DC said, I wasn't too interested as far as, like, especially the fact that this, he was fucking fighting. What's that dude for freaking uh, One Punch Man? Genos? No, the black dude. Oh, Black Luster? Yeah, the black gay dude. Like, he's basically yeah. fighting the ball version of that nigga. <laughs> and, uh, and this uh, got a high school episode, that kind of, like, come on, bro. Do better, Japan. Um, but yeah, that's pretty cool. She got her little power up. She's still the weakest out of the two. I'm just gonna let y'all know that. But out of all three of them, she's still by far the weakest. Um, but it's good to this. It's good to know that she got her shine. And then it's just even funnier the fact that Jin Jin not only had got like freaking a building exploded on him, he had to fight all those clones, and then he came back and fucking dominated that match. <laughs> like, like, it's a beast, man. Yeah. Basically, make it. I was like, damn, bro. They gave Mira her shine, and then Jen just basically took it and was like, nah, bitch, it's mine. And it's always has been. 
uh, just got a high school. Um, let's just hear Demon Misfit Academy is getting really good. So, Detroit, you were talking earlier about the fact that Deku, that, that after this arc, Deku has to be in a position where niggas acknowledge him or they should be acknowledging him. That's because of what he's been doing this arc. Demon Misfit is like, if you take that concept, but I like it in this case because it's the reason why, because since he's so overpowered, it makes, it kind of makes sense. But like the main character of the show is constantly being put in situations where he's showing just how overpowered he is. First episode, he kills a nigga with his heartbeat, revives, kills a dude and revives him a whole bunch of time throws a castle across the freaking field. He he killed, so his teacher was like a super racist um, against people who, like they call them hybrids. Uh, and basically she tried to like hurt his mom. So he killed her and then he revived her as a hybrid, as punishment. Cause he was like, oh, since, you, since you like to be racist against those people, I'm gonna make you into that person and make you live your, the rest of your life as this. Well, you a half nigga? Yeah, and then you <laughs> never saw her again. He made, he made it so that he he did something. So at the end of the the arc I was talking about where he meets his um like his right hand man who's like a masterful swordsman. Uh at the end the 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 crux of the arc was that like his mom would his mom was dying and like he there's no way to revive her because she's half spirit, half human. And the way they established the rules in there is that spirits um are defined by um, what they call traditions and stuff like that. So basically it's a mindset thing where if the mindset of the general public is something, you can't really do anything to save someone who's a half spirit. So at the end of the arc, what happens is that he essentially changes everybody's mindset to basically go like, oh, this is, this is how you should all think. And he was able to use that in order to revive the dude's mom. Like he's doing all of this shit, and then every episode is 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 some niggas coming up and going like, "I don't acknowledge you as powerful. You ain't shit." Blah blah blah. And then like he literally just does stuff to even up the ante. Like he, so he went up against um, the reincarnations of the hero character, the the main hero character who he was at war with before he was reincarnated, and he beat them by blinking. Blinking. Yeah. <laughs> he said because like they told him they told him that uh when they confronted him they was like uh we'll we'll defeat you in the blink of an eye he said oh a blink he said so he blinked and he beat him <laughs> in this episode uh they were going through these tests and basically the tests were rigged so that like because it's basically the demon academy versus the hero academy uh and the test was rigged so that the hero academy could win because you know they don't like demons so the main character goes like the because it was all being done in this lake with holy water and holy water enhances the hero's abilities and it weakens the demon's ability so at the end the demon academy loses but then the main character goes like oh we about to do a round two because y'all like gonna just disrespect me like that so they go like well you know since the water is filled with holy water we'll wait for you to drain the lake so he summons this big ass meteor pushes it towards the uh, ocean and drains the whole thing hops down and goes like uh so y'all coming or not like he just does so much stuff to us like 
in every episode is just it's just constantly people going like, yeah, hey, you ain't shit, you ain't shit. And he's just like, oh, okay, I'll just keep doing more outrageous things to prove to you that I'm really that nigga. So I, I just like that show because of that. It's it's like as much as it's like I love God out of high school, I love these other shows. Like it's like really like in my top three of anime this season, just because of how ridiculous it is. But it keeps surprising me. Uh Uzaki Chan was good. And shout out to the uh the MILFs. Oh, her mom, G. I'm saying. Her mom I'm saying. was funny as the hell. The mom was funny as hell. Hey, listen, listen, listen. I'm all for older women. They said she's 43. She looked like she's 25. So I'm going for it. <laughs> Yo, that, if I was the in scene, a, though, I, the scene when uh, he was over the house trying to return the money, but and he was staring at her because of the cat. She was like, yeah, is she like, looking at my, my breast? <laughs> and then she kept confusing it because he's like, I really, I want to pet it and I can't wait to hold it. And she was like, oh my God. <laughs> that shit was kind of funny. Oh, my man's oh. over as hell out of my IG. And then when uh, freaking uh, Sakurai told Uzaki that, like, um, I, like we, I can't believe you act like this when your mom's so quiet. So she spent the whole day observing her mom and then came back to work the next day and literally acted like her mom the entire episode, the entire rest of the episode. That was pretty funny. My man's just pressed. Um, <laughs> it's, just, it's just a really good, like, it's like one of those shows where I feel like a lot of people are going to sleep on it, but I, I, I really like it. It's a really um, feel good show overall. Yeah. It's like it's not it's not like in your face etchy or anything like that. It's just like it's kind of like romantic slice of life comedy, and I like that. Uh, and Millionaire Detective, let's fucking go. Shit's going down. Yo, the fact that my man's father came back and turned niggas into ketchup packs. You hate to see it. Yeah, hate to see it. <laughs> Cause like, like they was, and they got off hoping. screen too, G. <laughs> exactly. Like my man's walked in the room. I'm just like, you just saw him pull out the knife, and then the next scene it shows, I guess his everywhere. cousin or whatever, in the bed. They pan over into the room. You just see a whole bunch of blood. <laughs> so hey, yo, shout out to folks. I'm very interested to see like how like. Because uh, obviously he probably faked the suicide, um, and uh, and then at the end of the episode it showed that one of his uh, the dude who died the old uh, Chosan is his name, one of his dices is missing. So I'm assuming that he placed one of his dices onto um, the main character's father, uh, Kambe's father, and it has a tracking device. So that's how they're gonna, you know, kind of catch him or whatever within the next couple episodes. But it's definitely the mystery behind um, this alloy that they're researching, um, the truth behind uh, Kambe's mom's death, and the fake suicide of his father, and why he wants to silence people that have a connection to the old case is very interesting. So it's, it's my number one anime of this season for a reason. I fucking love it. Um, Onto playing Captain Subasa. Shout out to that sweaty ass match against Germany. <laughs> watching it live, bro. like watching Cam literally do what he had to do to win. G. That was beautiful, bro. I was down. I was down two zero at the half. I came back thanks to my nigga Misugi and Hugo, bro. Did they things, G? The Tiger shot and the freaking slice shot. 
MVPs. Um, but yeah, like the trust, I love this game. Honestly, like I, I gotta change my rating to of that game. I gave it an eight out of ten. This game is like just keep playing it. It's like a ten out of ten. And when I meet when I give a game a ten out of ten, it's not perfect because this game is not perfect. It's from overall enjoyment, um, overall like expectations of this game being blown out. Because I just expected this game to kind of be like a anime version of Super Mario Strikers, but like it's it's actually a very in depth soccer game. It really like, is very in depth for for anime, extremely in depth. Like I know probably the FIFA games have a lot more substance. I use air quotes because we know that all they care about is Jamaica's buying them car packs. Um, but the thing is with that game is that like um, so after I beat the story mode, like I was playing around with like you can create your own team, you can create and edit your own team, you can do customized setups. Um, you, you can customize your player's jerseys and look like there's so much stuff that you can do in that game um, that is kind of is crazy. Um, then they add the fact that like, because in the World Cup story mode, you couldn't play against, uh, you couldn't get a rematch against uh, America or Brazil. So they added the options for you to actually um, play those teams when you do the story mode again. So it's, it's a lot of stuff in that game. Um, uh, and then just like, me playing against Chris, that I and I, I usually don't like to do stuff like that, but I I genuinely had fun um, playing those matches. Uh, like when we do our tournament bracket, when people get Captain Subasa, we're gonna have, I we're gonna have to we're gonna have to edit and customize a Japan team without Subasa. Or we can't use all Japan because Subasa is a walking Subasa Chico. Subasa is <laughs> Subasa, bro. It's he can do Subasa. everything. He defends that well. On defense, who spin kick you in the fucking air too, bro? Folks are savage, G. Oh yeah, Masuma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah bro, that nigga spin kicks you in the air. Like you were yeah. going after Germany, bro. You know Germany was the niggas. Subasa yeah. and then who they got as their goalie, bro? Like, come on, bro. Oh, Wakabashi. Yeah, yeah. We yeah we gonna have to ban all. All Japan is a little bit uh, uh, broken, to say the least. That freaking uh, twin, that freaking twin uh, Neo Tiger uh, drive shot with Subasa and Huga. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you, you can't guard that shit. <laughs> it's just hot. It was like. It plays a fucking uh thirty second long cutscene like you really finna block that shit. Nah. <laughs> oh my dog. <laughs> but yeah, I really like this game. Like I cannot recommend this game enough. Like this game is definitely gonna be in my top five when we do our end of the year, you know, top games of the year or whatever. Because I I've thoroughly enjoyed my experience with this game, and it's been a pleasant surprise um, playing this game. And I'm not done playing it yet because I do plan on going back and doing the other school story routes, um, messing around with like creating your teams and customizing your players and stuff like that. Like it's a lot to that game that I still have yet to explore, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, uh, like I said, the last podcast episode, I did end up. Uh, getting stardew valley on my pc and then i got the stardew valley expanded mod and that shit is lit <laughs> uh they've definitely like when you 
So the area, in, in case a day trail, if you remember, the area with the, you remember Marty, right? The chick who had like the farm animals, and that's basically where you got like your animals and stuff. So like, like when you go down that area, it's like two other, so there's, in total, they've added, um, let's see, uh, Sophia. I think they've added more, but they've added four four new characters that I've interacted with personally. It's, um, I forgot his name. It's this dude who owns this farm who wears like a Hoya cap. Um, it's this chick named Sophia who owns like an entire freaking vineyard of like wine and shit. Uh, and she's like a new character that you can romance. Um, of course, they made her like the stereotypical um, weeaboo character. And then there's like this um, in the actual main town, they added this new house where there's two people. There's this um, rich there's this witch woman and then she has a son. You can actually romance both the son and the rich woman, which is kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, they add, a, it's a lot of stuff they add. They added new crops, they added new fish. Um, they've added new events. Um, so like definitely, I would say if you have Stardew Valley on your PC, then get the mod because it's free so it's not it's not going to cost you anything and it and it adds so much more to the game to make it a very a much more um kind of like experiencing stardew valley over again um so that's really good uh see so i've got um i got catherine full body uh from the essential sales shout out to that uh, I'm liking it so far. Um, as far as the new elements that they added for those who played the original Catherine, essentially they just it, they basically did a Persona Five where they added a new chick, uh, and so basically that's the whole the, all of the new story elements revolve around her. But the crux of the story is still the same. For those who don't know, basically you play as this man named Vincent. Uh, he has this girlfriend named Catherine with a K, uh, and she. They've been boyfriend, girlfriend for a long time. And basically she's dropping hints that she wants to get married soon. Uh, but based uh, the first night he runs into this woman named Catherine with a C uh, and basically he ends up cheating on her. And there's this curse going around where if you cheat on your woman, you basically go to this, when you go to sleep, you go to this realm where uh, you have to solve these puzzle solving climbing tower things. And if you fail, if you fall in your dream, you die in real life. So that's kind of how the whole story revolves around. And then now they have the new girl and her name is Rin. In the Japanese version, her name was like Catherine, but the way they spelled it, it was like a Q. So it's it's a really fun, it's, I think it's a fun, it's a wacky game, it's a fun game, so I recommend it. Um, but if you don't like puzzle solving, then don't get it. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1, 2. I played the tutorial, and I played the first area. Uh, I guess we'll talk about the review later, but that's what I've done so far. And shout out to PlayStation, because I got a bunch of in-store credit. So I basically used that in-store credit to buy Avengers. So, what the fuck? Um, so it didn't cost me nothing. I basically got Avengers for free. <laughs> so, how'd you get the credit? Um, I'm just curious. Because I buy a whole bunch of shit on PlayStation, uh, so it was yeah, like you got, sense. you got, you got credit, so use it. And so I bought like a PlayStation gift card. Um, I bought some PlayStation gift cards and I bought Avengers with it. Hey, 
Tax write off, too. So, the- <laughs> learn from this as Raiden would say when I brutality Chris, I'm gonna come back at So, I will be giving a review of Avengers uh next weekend. Expect it to not be good because we're about to talk about something later on that I fucking despise about this game. Um, so that's that. Hey. Uh, and then I'll end it off with this. So I forgot to mention this, but in the last podcast, I've been playing a lot of uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses uh, on my Switch, essentially finishing up the Golden Deer playthrough that I started and also beating the um, DLC expansion pack that came out, Cindered Shadows. So uh, I'll start with Cindered Shadows. I highly recommend you get that if you have Fire Emblem Three Houses and you have not purchased the DLC. It is worth it. I will just give you a forewarning. It is very, very hard. Unlike the main Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses campaign where you can kind of grind your units out, in this game, it's kind of like what you have is what you have, basically. And you have very limited resources. Um, You have very limited class restrictions on your units. So it's kind of like, because it's not where in the main Fire Emblem three houses campaign you have the hub world area where you can interact with your students um you can uh you know do supports and kind of raise up your allies stats and stuff you don't have that um in the center shadows path it's kind of like one chapter then you're on to the next chapter then you're on to that next chapter they do have a hub world but it's like it's not you can't do much with it but talk to your students um so uh, it's it was two it, no I'd say it's you know it's two maps in particular it's one map where you have to essentially it's an it's an escape map where basically there's this giant golem chasing you throughout the map and you have to get all of your units um, from one side of the map to another side of the map within a time within a turn restriction and none of your allies can die um, and. Once you get past certain areas, reinforcements show up. And the final area that you go to in order to escape, they spawn like 15 niggas in front of you, in front of the exit. So you have to like carefully strategize, place your enemies and kill enemies in order for you to get that final leg up. And by the time you get to that area, you're probably like within like five turns left. or unless you fail the mission so it's like one of those like every move counts and there's no room for mistakes on that map uh and it took it took me like two hours to beat that map Uh, and i was i was playing on normal mode god knows how long it would took me if i played in hard mode and then the, the map before the final boss jesus christ they made the main commander unit like overly broken Whereas, like, my units were doing, like, four or five damage to him, and he had, like, 100 health. So, like, I, I it's, it's ridiculous. I will say, though, that the final battle was very unique. Um, the music was really fucking good. Um, so I, I loved it. And they, it, you get bonuses, basically. If you beat the um, Cinder Shadows campaign, you can recruit 
all of the uh, units that are in the Ashen Wolves house onto your main uh, campaigns story mode. So that's pretty cool. Uh, and then you get uh, this item that makes your main character really freaking broken. Uh, and you get some renown, which is basically used to up some stuff. Um, people who play Farm of the Eyes know what I'm talking about. Uh, and then the Golden Deer, I finished that playthrough. So now all I have left to do is the Blue Lion's Path, which I'm currently doing. I'll say this. Video game companies and everybody who's listening on this podcast, including my niggas on here. Do yourself a favor. Search up Fire Emblem Three Houses OST God Shattering Star. That is the final boss theme that plays um, for that path. And it is my favorite all time final boss music I've heard. That shit, when I first heard it, I put my controller down and I listened to it for like five straight minutes. Mm. It is that good. So I will say this. If you have not, if you have Fire Emblem Three Houses and you have not done the Golden Deer playthrough, do the Golden Deer playthrough just so that you can hear God Shattering Star. Because that theme is godly. Pun intended. Um, and that's all for me. Cool. So we'll go ahead and uh, review Tony Hawk, uh, give our th- uh, early thoughts on Tony Hawk. Won't be a full-on review, but it can be, honestly. Uh, my thoughts, for me, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 in itself is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, I like As a kid, that was the first game I grew up and fell in love with on the PlayStation 1. And... That makes me really sound old, probably, to some of our listeners. But, hey. Uh, But that game just holds a special, really special place in my heart. I even had the Game Boy Color Edition as well. So, that's how much I love the game. Yes. Wait, what'd you say, Chris? I had the Game Boy Color Edition of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. There was a Game Boy Color version of that game? Yes. (laughs) There was Color Advance. One of the two, but I'm more like it was a Game Boy Color. You thought I was getting the Goddard McDonald's? Game that's gonna run better than that, nigga. What? But I had both the PlayStation One and Game Boy Color. Look, man, I had that shit. But regardless, point of it all is this: this is one of my favorite. Tony Hawk, growing up, was one of my favorite series. Growing up as a kid, uh, but two was just holds a special place. I I literally spent hours playing that game, uh, to try to either hundred percent it. And as a kid, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was just trying to do stuff. And I felt accomplished when I at least did, I would probably say 85%, probably. Uh, but so this remake really, really meant a lot to me uh, in a sense of just like, I don't want them to fuck it up. And I was scared to actually purchase it. And I'm glad you two took the bullet to actually start it. Uh, but, but like in all actuality, like I'm enjoying it. It's a really, really great remake. I can tell there's love into, placed into it. Uh, it does feel a little different, but it's still, at its core, still a, it feels like Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 and 1 at its core. Um, I will say, what's like my only really major gripe is just how I feel like gravity exists now. Because even before, there was a cheat code where you could like legit float damn near. Uh, like even, bef- even without that code, 
I feel like my skater on back then had more air, could get more air just off a jump. That literally, it don't matter who you play with. That nigga, if you do an ollie, no comply, all the little skateboard tricks, that nigga's probably not jumping up as high as you think he's going to go. But uh, but I really genuinely enjoy what they did with the game. Uh, like I'm not going to say, say it looks beautiful, but I could tell like some of the some of the parks in the maps look really good uh, and recrafted in their own little ways. I like that they kept all the little Easter eggs, like the helicopter, the uh, how to open up certain little other parts of the map, and even like on the school stage because that's where I'm at currently. Uh, just do the little uh the dude on the school cart really means a lot to me, in little ways because I used to race that nigga. You had to share me. Like I used to race dude, like because I was just bored. I would just race that guy, and all of that. Uh, while I also remember where the school bells are. Also, thank you for fixing one of the school bell finds. But also, thanks for reminding me how hard it was to find where the other one is in the process of it. So there we go with that. Uh, but it's really good. Like I could tell, I'm glad they also kind of added some more skaters like the modern skaters that's kind of real known uh currently and stuff like that like i'm not familiar with some of them people except for like the black dude uh Nigel houston whatever his name is and because i remember when that nigga had dreads in the x games he's on there uh that's the only one i really know off the top of my head but it's another black dude his name is tyshawn <laughs> <laughs> You got a black dude named Tyshawn, but but yeah, overall, it's I'm enjoying the game in itself. It's really freaking fun. Uh, I'm glad they was able to retain most of the soundtrack and also add some new stuff. So there's uh, Skeptas on there, so enjoy your grime rap as well. But uh, I enjoy it. It's really, really, really fun. Uh, I'm glad it's forty dollars. Is a really and even if you want to get deluxe, it's like fifty. So if you, and you get like more gear and stuff like that so but i enjoy it and i really haven't like delved di- deep then dwell too deep into like the custom stuff but in terms of gameplay i'm really enjoying it i gave my i kind of talked about it when i was doing my thing and it was long winded so you can go ahead cam yeah i basically kind of echo the same sentiments of, as chris um the fact that like i don't have too much in this, but I, i've definitely played pro skater one and two but i have more um i have more nostalgia with underground because that was my shit growing up with the ps2 uh and a hey, activision that's your next that's your next step is remaking underground one and two and add american um, wasteland might as well just do all three yeah because that's freaking that stuff was awesome uh but yeah, um, I would say because I haven't, I only played the tutorial in like the first little area of the game, uh, so I don't have too much. I definitely say that the tutorial was good for me, kind of like getting me back into the groove of playing a uh, Tony Hawk game. Uh, and I definitely will say that, like, uh, I would say my biggest gripe with the game, and the reason why I'm glad it, it cost. Uh, forty dollars and fifty if you want to get the uh, digital deluxe edition, is that it definitely feels archaic. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as like the the way that the UI is structured, like the main menu and stuff, like there's no real 
there's no real story mode. There's no real like it's kind of like one of those things where if you if you the reason why you got this game is because you played it before, right? Like I me personally, like I wouldn't say like get Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two if you've never played a skating game before. I would definitely say if you're interested with it, but it kind of it's like one of those instances where it's a game where you have to make your own fun rather than it giving you like a lot of stuff to do from what I've got gathered. I know there's like the challenges and stuff like that, but like it would have been cool if they add kind of like how underground would like they added like a story mode or something where like you create your own character and like you're going through these parks and then like you get a chance to compete with like Tony Hawkins or something, you know, like, to kind of make me like, and then you could use that mode as like a tutorial, kind of like Captain Tsubasa, where like you start off with the Captain Tsubasa story mode and it's like, this is how you play the game. And then once you get to the new hero uh, story mode, it's like, here, you can create your own character. You can put them in what position you want to do. And then now you can play what we really want you to play in terms of uh, a Captain Tsubasa game. I feel like that kind of should have been the same sentiment with Tony Hawk. Give us a decent little story mode just to give us um a little leeway into some basic tricks and stuff that you can do with skateboarding and then kind of use the old modes that we grew up with as like for more advanced um skateboarding techniques uh that's my only real gripe but i will say that i have been for the the little hour two hours that i played it i did have fun um getting back into the groove of it with like the the ollies and the whatever fucking skateboard terms they use uh so well i'd say early impressions super early impressions um i would say if you if you played pro skater one and two you probably already have this game so you don't really need my recommendation but i would say that if you are kind of iffy on this game or you're not really that interested but you heard people talk about it i wouldn't safely recommend this game but that's just me i agree i actually agree I agree with you on the story aspect. It's definitely arcade. Um, and then in the aspect of like, it's not something that would be like, I'm going to play off in day because I'm just engulfed in the gameplay. It's something mm-hmm. like, all right, I feel like playing Tony Hawk's skateboard. All right, I could hit this trick and get them points. All right, I'm turning off Tony Hawk. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not bad at that. I'm not mad at that take at all. Like, I, I agree. It's I could tell this is... They wanted to really stick close to what the original games were and all of that because they I think they knew they was going to appeal to the fans and all of that because, like, which I really believe down the line we are going to get uh, Ameri- uh, Underground 1-2 one, two, one, two in American Wasteland down the line, especially if this sells really well. And based off what I'm saying off the timeline, people did purchase it. So it's a good sign. But, uh, but yeah, I definitely agree. If you haven't really played them originally or even never played any of the Tony Hawk games leading up, you're probably not going to really feel it. You're going to feel like it's too bare bones. And also another thing I want to mention I did like, that they added some of the little abilities that were on later titles like 3-4 in, uh, the American, in American Wasteland and stuff like that, like wall wall plants and spine transfers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that stuff makes doing certain challenges a lot easier. 
a lot freaking easier. So I'm I'm glad that they added those little type of uh little maneuvers because those are really huge in terms of just how you're able to just especially not how the game is. It's less forgiving than the other ones are. So it's like you have to know all the little skills to really try to beat those, get the hundred thousand point challenges and stuff like that. But like I definitely agree with Cam. If you are not a fan or just not a fan of skating titles or stuff like that, I probably wouldn't really highly recommend it. But it's forty dollars and it's a good forty dollars to make to have fun with. And that's what I'm I'm having fun. So but uh yeah, so that's that. Let's go ahead and move on to news this week. Uh, let's do anime first. Uh, Crunchyroll is doing their little expo this over the weekend, virtual expo, of course, because shout out to COVID. Uh, mm. They announced, uh, ma- the only re- major things I noticed announced that was worthy of just being talked about was uh, Rise and the Shield Hero and Dr. Stone will be back in 2021. No specific release dates, but it will be 2021 uh for those to the return and also that crunchyroll and adult swim is collabing on making a shinmu anime for those that like shinmu <laughs> that's just so wild bro so it, it is one of the episodes gonna be him uh sitting in front of a store waiting for it to open for like eight real hours i hope not <laughs> i really hope not Oh, I don't know how I forgot. Th- I don't know. Thanks for. Rem- I don't know how you saying sitting, waiting for a store to remind me remember this. But Oroseki, are you the one that loves uh, OVA? Final episode finally dropped as well. And yes, of uh, course, Dude One. It's a one-hour one? episode. Uh, the main character Joro, of course, he won. But uh, the lead-up to everything was really freaking funny and good. Honestly, I give him that. He won as far as like what he got the girl. Yeah, he got what? the girl, of course. Okay, but the lead up was I would say interesting mm-hmm. and it was actually pretty fun because I was like, "Why? How are they about to drag this out for an hour?" And before I knew it, the hour yeah, so an hour was over. Yes, oh, okay. technically it was a movie. It came out in theaters in Japan. That's why I was sitting there wondering, like, really? And shit drop. Yes. Oh, okay. Where'd yeah. you watch this at? It's on. It's on Crunchyroll. It's on Crunchyroll and Funimation. So it's. Oh, it's on Crunchyroll too. Yeah, it's on Crunchyroll. That's how I watch it. It's on Crunchyroll and it's on Funimation. I'm about to check it out. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I don't know how. Like literally, and one thing I will say, I'm glad they kind of gave a recap because they know like this shit was back in what was it last winter. Yeah. So it was like I'm glad they did a recap because I was like, gee, I don't remember much. But, uh, but yeah, I enjoyed it, though. So I'm just throwing that out there for people who were interested, who liked the series and wanted to keep and wanted to know the ending. So uh, so that is the legit ending? Like, there's no yes. ongoing stuff for, like, the light novel or manga or whatever? As far as I know, I'm not sure. But in terms for the anime, I felt, it felt like a legit. We're, we're not. If there was a season two, I don't think it's going to get a season two. Like, the ending was pretty ideal. And I don't know how okay. it's going to really push, push it any further, honestly. Because especially since he got the girl, so and he won the contest. So, uh, so let's go ahead and go into gaming. Uh, Kim, you want to talk about Fairy Tale? Oh yes, yes, yes. So Fairy Tale got an update um this week. Um, uh, so I was curious, so I checked it out. 
uh, to see what they did. It's like some DLC compatibility stuff and some fixing some quests or whatever. Uh, but I hadn't really touched the game in a while. And I wanted to see kind of like what was up with it. Uh, and so I scrolled down to the DLC option uh, just to see, you know, what's what, you know. Surprise me, uh, and you know what? I'm like, I'm like, I'm not even. I'm gonna give a lot. I'm gonna give a live, right? Because I don't want to spread misinformation. Because I don't want people to come at me like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Blah 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 blah. All the Koei Tecmo fanboys and Fairy Tale fanboys who think that everything that happens involving those two mediums are absolutely perfect, which they aren't. So the game has a uh, 25 plus uh, DLC. Um, so in order to buy one character, one character and add them to your party or whatever, since it's an RPG, costs $20. So there, so far there are three. So you get a pack with like two characters and then it's just one character and one character and it's twenty dollars but you can bypass all that by buying the character season pass character i noticed i said character season pass which is sixty dollars <laughs> so then they have uh some dress ups right uh in case you want they have costumes in case you want to put your characters in some special sort of design costumes. Each of them cost pretty much $4 with taxes. But you can bypass all that by buying the costume set, which is $40. For whom? Then we have, uh, hold on, where, where is it? Uh, there's another one. There's a final season outfit. So these are outfits that all of the characters wore during the final season of the fairy tale anime. $40. Then we have, of course, because you can't have an anime game without this, the swimsuit bundle pack, which is $40. So I bought the game. I bought the digital deluxe edition of this game, which was eighty dollars eighty five because of shout out to illinois tax um oh and they also have this very difficult quest um pack that's ten dollars so basically if i wanted to get everything that the game had in store for me so adding the additional adding so the eighty dollars that i paid for it already plus the ten dollars plus the sixty dollars plus $40 plus 40 more dollars plus 40 more dollars. In order to really enjoy the full fairy tale experience, you have to spend $270. Damn. That's some grimy ass shit. For one fucking game. And now this is gonna turn into a fuck Koei Tecmo uh rant because fuck them. Uh they do this shit. And for those who know. What's the what's the most popular Koei Tecmo game where they can get away with this shit? Christian, Dead you know the alive. answer to that? Dead or Alive, the fighting series. Yep. Fucking Dead or Alive. The game 
game that um, Dead or Alive 5 literally had $1,000 worth of DLC. And majority of them were for costumes. And now Dead or Alive 6, I heard Dead or Alive 6 is like in the 500s now. But this is the problem I have with Koei Tecmo is that Koei Tecmo, when it comes to anime games, um, it's like they have a very good foundation as far as the actual gameplay, but it gets ruined with their obsessant, greedy, greedy uh, practice towards DLC. The very fact that I've already paid eighty dollars for this game, and look, what 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 addition? I I only got I basically got like um, costume variants for the main characters, and then I got like four outfits, four special outfits that you get for like Natsu, Lucy, and some other people. But that was it. So now you're telling me if I wanted to, because the thing is, in this, I I hate when people use this argument. Oh, it's it's just cosmetics. It's just cosmetics. You don't have to do. It. No, cosmetics are a part of the fucking game. Who doesn't want to look cool while you're doing shit? So it's like if I want to have Lucy in a sexy ass outfit while she's beating enemies up, I have to bust. I have to instead of doing a side quest or completing a challenge or whatever to unlock that outfit. I have to basically go like, oh, well, here's $4 or here's $40. Instead of like, and it just, to me, it annoys me because it's just like Koei Tecmo could really be a powerhouse in terms of gaming companies that I like go, that I put on, like that we would put on, on like CD Projekt Red levels or whatever, in terms of like, they make a really good game, but it's ruined by how they handle their DLC. Like the fact that the, those char- like the characters in the character pass, they're in the game. You can talk to them. You can interact with them. Hell, you can have um, what they call special training uh, battles with them, where you basically talk to them and you're able to fight them for a reward. So you can interact with them within the game, but in order to actually add them as a playable character, $20, please, or $60, please. Like, I think I gave Fairy Tale like a seven out of ten. I think I forgot what I gave it. You get, but it was, now it seeing this, three, three out of ten. <laughs> Fuck this game. Do not buy it. I said when I when I recommended um when I well because I know I recommended this game when I did my first um, early impressions of it. Do not get this shit. Don't support this game. Fuck this game and everything it stands for. Um. Koei Tecmo, a very, a very special fuck you to you too, because you, I don't understand or know why you think, like, I know we kind of crap a lot on 2K or EA, but genuinely, the worst company ever when it comes to, like, really abusing DLC practices is fucking Koei Tecmo. Cause you, I, I know two K has like the fucking uh, the freaking VC coins, system, yeah. but you can't scroll down and go to the DLC of two K and see like a hundred plus items. If, For fuck's sake! Like if that was the case, they they would be telling niggas buy retro jerseys. Bro, bro! For fuck's sake! Dead or alive five. Right. 
Yeah. Dead or Alive 5 has season passes for their costumes. Shout out to the person who gets who who had to design the costumes, G. Like if we know because we saw them bitches on sale. Cause usually yep. they cost like a hundred something dollars and then they would be on sale for sixty dollars. Yep. Ridiculous. So I just want because I noticed that because they had an update and so I wanted to check up because I haven't really played that game in a while. And now I have no desire to touch that game ever again because I just saw that shit. Um, so yeah, you are in the realm of the Sword Art Online game. You had one job, Koi Tecmo. You could have been better than Bandai, but now Bandai has Captain Subasa. They had Sword Art Online, which was like, yo, fuck you, Bandai. And I was like, okay, Koi Tecmo, you got this. But now it, it's ridiculous. And we can actually eat that up to uh, yep, I'll like the next topic. Transition. Uh, I swear, as a matter of fact, before we move on, uh, I just want to say this part of gaming news is sponsored by the 40 Ball. 40 Ball. 40 ball, baby, what you finna do for this 40 come ball? On, come on, come what on. you finna do for this 40 ball? Bitch, what you tryna do for this 40 ball? Woo! 40 ball, tell me what you gonna do for the 40 ball? 40, 40, 40, 40. 40 ball, Bitch. 40 ball. Woo! Yeah, so reason why uh, Marvel Avengers is already out. Cam already says he's gonna give a well in depth review next week. So be on the lookout for that. But it's because over, what was it, last week or before the game released, they said, hey, we're going to drop it. We're going to let you niggas know it's going to be a $10 battle pass system, nigga. And for all the new what, heroes. For, for new heroes and current heroes too, right? Yep. So let's sit here and think about that. Currently, currently on the game, you have the Hulk, the Iron Man, Captain America, Miss Marvel, Thor, Black Widow, right? That's six characters. That's $60 right there. They've already announced Ant-Man. Yep. And then they also announced, well, Spider-Man's going to be Spider-Man and also uh, the one, the dude that goes Ronin, uh, Hawkeye, there we go. Hawkeye, yeah. Hawkeye, so that's three more characters, that's eight. That's $80. Well, whoa, like whoa, 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 wait, 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 that's ordained slander right there. Oh, what was my other question? Would they be bringing it? And this is the big one. Would those characters come out? Would that add more to the story to the game, or is this just for online shit? We don't. I'm pretty we sure know. it's gonna be online shit. Online, because he, it's you gotta remember it's Avengers Destiny. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure they're gonna have like weekly raids or some shit like that yeah. or things like they that. Already, like, they might. They already data mined the game, so like they already saw stuff with like Wakanda and Black Panther related stuff. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like they probably have like a little 
like some short story stuff for them, but it's not going to be anything that is like the main storyline of the Avengers. So it's it's kind of like, yeah, they're free, but if you really want to experience it, it they're basically going like, we'll give it to you for free, but if you really want to experience that character, you get the battle pass. Man, shit crazy. And also factoring in, like we saw this yesterday when when Cam went through the uh, the uh, the add-ons for the game. Uh, that the, the oh credit system, God. them credits, G. Program. If you thought shark cards were pricey, <laughs> they li- it's literally a mobile game. Ta- it's it's literally mobile game because we like not for, not the mainstream ones like the Dokkan or One Piece. They don't have prices that are that outrageous. But when it comes to uh, like kind of like. Uh, your, your scry like Clash of Clans shit like that. They'll have like oh best or even Madden. Madden has it. Best value ninety nine ninety nine. <laughs> you get more bang for your cup. Like mm-hmm. what the fuck? And this is my my and I'm gonna bring this up when I do the, the actual review of the game when I play it. Um, so be prepared for that, Avengers fans, because I'm finna slam this fucking game. This game is a product of the times. It is a product of Fortnite is popular. Looter shooters are popular. Destiny was popular. Uh, mobile games are popular. So let's do it. And it's like they, they, they're just trying to combine all of these um, trends, gaming trends, into one game when they didn't have, when no one, no one, I guarantee you nobody was like, you know what, I would like an Avengers game where... I can buy Avengers credits and go to a cosmetic shop and spend it on the, the weekly shops to get a cool outfit for Hulk. No one was like that. And like, not even, and not even to go like too in depth into it, but this battle. So I know a lot of people are like, you don't have to buy the battle pass to care. The heroes are free. They're bank. They want you to buy the battle. This, they, if it wasn't such a huge, um, if it wasn't such a huge thing, they wouldn't have announced it. They want you to buy these battle passes. And the thing about battle passes that they bank on is that they don't want you to complete your battle passes. Nope. Like Fortnite, uh, Warzone, they they don't want you to actually, because it's like, it's a one-time transaction, right? Where essentially you're paying to unlock challenges. You're not necessarily paying to get what the challenges offer. You're just paying for the challenges itself. Because they get your ten dollars, it's up to you whether or not you're gonna play Fortnite every day, play Warzone every day. Uh, you're gonna freaking get five headshot kills, or in Avengers' case, you're gonna get five kills with Iron Man in online mode uh, with his uh, uh, Unibeam Unibeam. or something like that. Like they're they they want they they're gonna make it as grindy and excessively. You have to open up this game. You have to play this game every damn day. You have to check in on this game all the time, like a mobile game, in order to check and see if you got your login bonuses. Check and see if you've done your daily challenges, your weekly challenges, your monthly challenges, and shit like that. And oh, you didn't complete your uh your battle pass for Hawkeye in the month of September? Well, too bad. You don't get you don't get the cool Hawkeye shit. And that's it. But we already got your ten dollars, so fuck you. Oh, but wait, if you if you don't want to do the grinding. We have another solution for you. 
if you look on the PlayStation Store, you'll see this $99.99 best value Avengers coins. And you can just use those coins to bypass the challenges and just get the Hawkeye stuff out, out, out straight away. Thank you. And then talking about the shop stuff, the the Fortnite shops, the Fortnite shop shit, and like how a lot of people don't think, but like how psychologically um, just detrimental it is, especially for kids, um, when it comes to how they operate it, because they put a time limit on it. So it's like, if you don't buy this right now, within the next twenty four hours, who knows when this will come back? All your friends have it. You're playing it with them. Your friend has this cool uh, Iron Man skin that makes him look really cool. He bought it. It's only in a shop for two more hours, Jimmy. You better ask your mom for her credit card in order so you can get that that really cool skin because once those two hours are up, oh, well, looks like you're going to have to wait for a long time while your friends brag about how you don't have that cool new Iron Man skin because... I guarantee you, you're gonna you're we're gonna run into another situation where when Fortnite came out, and like how literally kids were being bullied because they didn't have certain skins in Fortnite, or they were default skins, it's gonna be another one of those situations with Avengers, where it's like, oh, you don't have this cool new Iron Man skin. Ooh, fuck you, Jimmy. My mom bought me that new Iron Man skin. I'm cool. And it's just like you have a lot of these like shitty psychological. Um, things that they do when it comes to uh, predatory predatory uh, gambling addictions in video games when we talk about stuff like that that's a that's going to be a huge topic that we that I have to cover on this podcast um when it comes to how the shop system is when it comes to how the battle pass system is when it comes to um the uh like when they introduce the raid systems and when they introduce uh whatever when it comes to like their online co-op modes or even if they introduce a pvp mode in the future which i guarantee you they will um it's gonna be a system where if you ain't got the wallet you why are you here and it's a situation where it's like i i don't understand if this game wants to be a, essentially a product of the times then avengers should have just been free to play okay the game should have been free to play, and then you could have this stupid ass credit shit. You can have this Fortnite uh, shop stuff, and then you can have all the the battle passes and stuff like that. Like I don't understand why they continue to every time they announce something, and I know they realize this, but every time they announce something, it further detriments the reputation of the Avengers game. And it's like at this point, like I'm glad I had that PlayStation credit. Because like I was looking, I was looking through my emails, and they were like, "Hey, you got this much credit, you can spend this money to get a, a PlayStation Network card." And I was like, "You know what? Fuck it. I'll, I'll use it to buy the Avengers so that we can actually talk about it." Because I know there are some people on this earth who are like, "Oh, I can't trust you because you didn't play the game, so you don't have a valid reason." So now that I have the game, I'm going to play the game, and you're going to get a very in-depth thorough analysis of the story, the gameplay, and all the predatory shit that they have in this game that it's like you literally could have took Spider-Man and just used it and, and put the Avengers in And it would have been a perfect game. And that's all I gotta say about that. Uh, Cam hit everything on the head. I have nothing else to really add. Like It's, it's just... It's bogus. Uh, DC, you wanna add anything? Nah, y'all, y'all hit on the head. 
right? Yeah. And like Cam, as you was talking, like as you was talking, I was just looking at like other games that have uh like the little credit coin type system. These prices is is kind of wild. And like you might be able to go in more in depth on like how the credits are like the value and all of that. But like in comparison to 2K, they kind of bogus as hell. To Madden oh, is yeah. about equal. Oh yeah. Cause I'll like, even in and I'll be quick about that. I'll give you an example of how predatory it is. I'll use Dokkan for an example. Um usually uh we have it's like it's a, a a one stone pack, six stone pack, uh, a twelve stone pack, thirty stone pack, sixty stone pack, and ninety stone pack. Mm-hmm. Now, Detrail, how much does a multi summon cost? Uh, Fifty stones. Fifty stones. <laughs> Do you notice how, out of all those packs, there's only two packs that guarantee you to actually get a multi summon? However, the caveat is. Get this. The 60 stone pack gives you it gives you enough to do one multi and it leaves you with 10 stones. Whereas the 90 stones gives you enough to uh you get one multi summon, one multi summon and you're left with 40 stones. Just 10 shy of another multi. And the reason why they do that is that in and that's like you literally can do research on this. It's to further incite you to keep spending money on the game because you spent, you got 60 stones, right? You got 10 stones left. Hey, all you need is 40 more stones. You can do another multi or, Hey, you bought the 90 stone pack. You have, you got enough to do one multi, but Hey, you just need 10 more, dude. You can do two multis. It's stuff like that where, and I guarantee you Avengers is going to have the same thing where a costume costs like 10,000 uh, Avengers coins, but the only pack that you can get gives you like 3,000 coins. Oh, dude, you got 1,000 coins left. You can get another costume if you just spend some more money. So it's, it's shit like that that you see where like it, it, if you really just pay attention to how scummy a lot of these practices are and how psychologically damaging it can be when it comes to people who have very weak mindsets when it comes to spending their money how very damaging it can be for them financially so that's once again this letting you guys know what the game is we're just spitting game not mad at the business aspect the capitalism aspect but to the consumers it's full of shit uh let's go ahead and move on uh nintendo is trying to net the nostalgia bag uh, as they announced for the 35th anniversary of Super Mario, Super Mario 3D All-Stars, where you're getting optimized versions of Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, Super and Mario Super Mario Sunshine. Galaxy. So, uh, my thoughts? I don't care. The same way as I told this dude at work, I don't give a fuck. Because, <laughs> one... I can easily download an N64 emulator on my computer, allegedly. With the 4K uh, graphics enhancer mod. Exactly. And I can still enjoy playing it on a DualShock 3. 
I can, and as much as I love Super Mario Sunshine, and me and my little brother was just talking about this earlier today, I can download a GameCube mod. Dolphin? Allegedly. And play Super Mario Sunshine with additional 4K mods to make it look even better. And Super Mario Galaxy, I really don't care for much, but same thing. Again, again. <laughs> you can do the exact same thing. And once again, I understand Nintendo's all about getting that bag. They want to they want to stop what I just said I allegedly will do. Get the ROMs. But because they literally shut that shit down into the bud. Damn, near. it's really tough out here. But where there's a will, there's a way. Exactly. Shout out to the Dark Wave. Shout out to TJ. But point of it all is this. Get your bag. Get your money. The fact that they said that this ain't coming out to March 31st, like, bro, by then, I, I will literally have finished wait, all wait, three games. No, 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 that's not it. Um, this is the big thing that a lot of people are upset about, because I saw a post on Twitter saying, like, why are people upset? People wanted this, and Nintendo gave it to you. Why are you mad? The yeah, reason why people are mad is because this game is coming out this year. Um, I think it's late September. No, I think it's September 18th. Oh, wait, yeah, I read that out. wrong. Yep. Coming out September 18th. This game has a limited purchase window. So you this game, both physically and digitally, um, will last until March 31st. After March 31st, you cannot get the game or you can't get the bundle, the Super Mario Super All-Star bundle, whatever they're calling it. You cannot get it digitally. They're going to remove it from the eShop and physically, so no new copies. I'm pretty sure there's going to be some pre-owned and old shit, but they're not going to make any more copies after March 31st. That's what Nintendo fans are pissed off about. And it's like, same thing, because it's like, why? Why? Like, I understand you're banking on people's nostalgia, so of course they're probably going to get the game when it first drops. Um, and unless they're planning uh, to, to release... The only way I can see them making a, a limited purchase window, and I think um jim sterling talked about this in one of his videos is that they they plan on announcing a, an, an n64 mini or a gamecube mini soon and they're banking on people still buying those games because super mario 64 is a is a console seller super mario sunshine is a console seller and mario galaxy is a console seller so when they eventually drop the wii mini or whatever so, like, that's the only reason I can see it. But at this point, it's, like, it's really stupid that you would make this a limited release. Because Nintendo does this shit a lot as well. And talking about, something like, the way capitalism works and how people like to psychologically attack the consumer market by, by having a limited window uh, availability for products, you create FOMO, which is basically, uh, it stands for fear of missing out. So what Nintendo does is goes like, hey, we're we're and that we're releasing this really cool product. It's only gonna be out for a limited time. So if you don't buy it, you're gonna miss it forever. And that creates the FOMO and that makes people go like, okay, I gotta buy it, I gotta buy it when it releases, I gotta buy it. As soon as I get my paycheck, I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy it, I'm gonna buy it. And that's what they've done with their minis. Because they every time they drop a mini, they go like it's gonna be super limited. And now they're gonna. And now I'm. I have a feeling that they're gonna. We're. If this is. If this is successful, be prepared to see this. 
all across gaming. Be prepared to see people dropping remakes, remasters, or whatever, and say, you only got two months to buy this, and it's out. So once again, bro, I like I don't want to sound like I'm beating a, a dead horse or whatever, but just be alert when it comes to the way that the gaming industry works. Mm-hmm. No lies told. No lies, because the last thing we need is gaming to turn into the, sh- the shoe game uh, with the sh- sneaker game and all of that. Oh, yeah. You want Super Mario Superstars? That that'll be four hundred dollars. <laughs> download the. Uh, hey, not cheap. Hold on, let me get my wallet. Hold on, download the gamers app and uh and we'll let you know if uh during a lottery on Tuesday if you get the uh, digital code or not. Like nigga, what? That's how the PS4 gonna be. Get ready. I'm already content. <laughs> I'm already content, bro. Hey man, it is what it is. But it is what's gonna be. But uh. I think that's it for news uh dc did you have anything news related that i probably missed or you might have saw nah not from what i know all right cool so guess what niggas so uh i have a couple first and foremost uh uh i'm gonna say is this the brand of charcoal that I bought yesterday. <laughs> Cam, you was, I don't know you was in your room most of this time, but Daytrail knew that might that just, it, it says match start. So me trying to be more of a eco friendly person, I don't want to keep using goddamn uh, lighter fluid. So I'm like, let's get something that's gonna protect the world a little bit. And me thinking like, okay, it's gonna work. Because I, I used it before a couple years ago, and my mom uses it. I'm like, okay, it's going to work. It's going to be cool. It's going to be easy. And, no, me and Daytro are sitting there for like an hour lighting matches, G. Nigga, just, no, 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 no. Nigga, we lit boxes. <laughs> we did lit a whole box. And, uh, G. <laughs> like, G. And then I had to go back to the store and then get charcoal and lighter fluid. Had to do it the old way. Hey, sometimes you can't go wrong with the classics. But, hey, it be that way. I wasted uh, $8. Hey, but, um, yeah, so that brand of charcoal, bump y'all. Next, uh, once again, our Kelly fans, y'all in the goddamn Hall of Fame, bro. Y'all in the Hall of Fame. What they do be- this week? Because now... They made a conspiracy theory saying that the person who stomped him out, and he was about to stab him too. He like that dude that dude is tired of being on lockdown. But pretty much that they said that he was a there's a and this is a horrible rumor, that that dude said that he was told by the government to kill Art Kelly. Okay. Because R. Kelly's voice has the cure for cancer. And the government doesn't want that. So, because the government wants to uh, monetize that. And R. Kelly, being the gracious soul that he is, wants to sell it for free. He was going back to BET. That man was fucking kids. Forgive me for my language. Just like Deja, I'm trying to work on my cuss. But 
that man was molesting, violating children, girls, teenage girls, and then abused the grown women that was in his life. It's okay, though, because he made I, Can, I Believe I Can Fly, and that's a graduation song that I graduated to. I understand Step in the Name of Love is Fire, but my nigga, Drake made Tootsie Slide. It's plenty of good stepping songs. Shout out to uh, Cam, whatever folks' name is. I forgot Cameo, whatever. He makes some decent little songs to step to. V103, just turn to it. You actually listen to the music. You niggas is pissing me the fuck off. Why would dude, dude be a Latin king hired by the government to take out Art Kelly of all people? How? I need a great explanation for that, G. Like, I saw it and it was just so triggered. I was just like, what is wrong with you? Like, y'all really think the government cares about Art Kelly? Because if they did, he would have been gone. Especially with all the, <laughs> especially with all hashtag save the children going on, come on, man. That dude is a threat to society. He's a threat to women. He's a threat to black women. He's a threat to black girls. Plain and simple. Keep his ass in jail. Keep his people in jail. And Byron brother. I want my goddamn interview. I'm going to expose this nigga. I'm going to get this bread. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, you know, even though I slid in 2KR podcast, you know, they can't possibly be my clown, right? No, they definitely are. Fuck Take Two Entertainment. <laughs> fuck Ronnie 2K. Fuck whoever thought of 2K. Fuck whoever signed off on 2K. Fuck the niggas in the back. Fuck all the work they have done because they didn't do it for the communities. Nigga, fuck whoever worked for them. Fuck the 2K League. Nigga, fuck the systems that the 2K play on. Nigga, fuck every generation. Fuck the dream class that played 2K. Fuck NBA Live for being a failure. Fuck every basketball game for existing. Fuck 2K. <laughs> NBA Live. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> I made one on that Riley uh, rant. <laughs> I, I felt that, G. Shit, <laughs> <sighs> wow. Uh, all right, uh, I'll go. Uh, my my clown's the same as last week. Y'all niggas did not listen to me. Stop drawing fucking Goku on top of Chad with Bozeman's body. Shit is fucking annoying. And that nigga Stan Lee, Astrid Bart walking to heaven with T'Challa. Oh, yeah. Oh, the CGI that? thing, bro. T'Challa. Because he was in a Black Panther suit. Kill me, dog. Yeah, y'all, y'all are talented people. You should not be drawing with bogus concepts like this. Just do better. Just do a portrait of him. There are plenty of artworks that pay tribute in a good way. Just stop being corny and just do it the right way. Yeah, it was, it was this cold one with the what's, what they call it, charcoal burn. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Well, they had, had like the. the Black Panther mask and he burned it and showed uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, those are dope. Like, that shit is cold. Like you do stuff like that, but stop doing goofy shit like that. That's that's just you see stuff like that. Do something that is beautiful and not 
just don't be corny with it. And if you want to know if it's corny, if you have anything anime related or have any character that's doing the cross all across your chest, your arm across your chest, and you're trying to implement it within the um, tribute, just don't do it. If it ain't got nothing to do with black people, don't put it in there. R.I.P. folks, but the one they had on man, the dude that got his next up on by the cop, R.I.P. on G. What's his name? George Floyd. Bro, what? They had that man looking like Killer from Dragon Ball, G. I was like, oh, what? I saw that. <laughs> That's so stupid. Stupid. looking at I'm like, yo, come on, man. Wrap it up. Y'all not cool. Uh, just chill out. You, you could you could draw your DBZ fan art another time. Just don't have it be Chadwick Boseman related. You fucked right. up. That's all I gotta say. I definitely co-sign that. you almost tweaking. Um, I don't have a clown of the week, but like I said in the first part of the episode, I'm gonna give you a little snippet of a God Shattering Star because mm. that shit is fucking flames. So uh, hold on, let's see, let's see, let's see. That shit plays as soon as you start the battle. Mm. And I was like, what? This is Fire Emblem, and another cool thing is that the so each path of Fire Emblem has like you have Edelgard who is Black Eagle, you have Dimitri who's Blue Lion, you have Claude who is um the main character for the Golden Deer playthrough. The actual voice actor of Claude actually did a remix of this song with um if anybody's heard of uh Family Jewels. Uh, he's like this dude who does like metal uh, remixes of game OSTs. So they actually did a, a metal remix of God Shouting Star. And the voice actor who played Claude actually did the vocals to the song. So what you just heard, the dude freaking screaming at the top of his lung, he did that in the, the metal remix. Shit is fire. So instead of Clown of the Week, I'm going to give you Goat of the Week. Because that shit was fire. Hey, respect it. Yeah, that matter. That's what we're gonna. Uh, if you, we have positive goats of the week. I just gotta find a sound bite for it. But cause he's the goat. There we go. <laughs> the goat. So I gotta find that. You probably have a day trust in it to me. But yeah, so that's our clowns plus with a side of positivity of the goat. But uh, much love as always for those that listen to the pod. We appreciate you guys as always. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at. The Black Otakus at the Black Otakus is we're the one and only first, first and the last, my nigga. Uh, and of course, whatever platform that you're listening to this podcast on, whether it's SoundCloud, whether it is uh, Spotify, whether it is Apple Podcasts, whatever, we appreciate the support as always. But hit that subscribe button, hit that share button as well. Much love to the new listeners, much love to the old. We appreciate you guys regardless. Much love and peace. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out.